listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Oh, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 316, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 316. And it's I think it's three weeks to the day we released our last episode, John. Yeah. Episode 315 on February 16th. Was it three weeks? Three weeks? Three weeks. The February 16th. <clears throat> then add seven days. That's what, 23? Uh, then yeah. the first. And then, yeah, three weeks. I'm really good at maths, John. I uh, base ten maths or calendar maths. Call. Are you yes. base ten? What's yeah, base that? ten. Base like ten. Based on ten. Yeah, ba- there's <laughs> math based on ten. There's clock maths. There's what's uh, clock math? Binary maths. Clock maths is based on sixty minutes and six sixty seconds and sixty <laughs> minutes and twenty four hours. That's clock maths. Come on, dude. Base ten. Didn't you take clock advanced maths? clock maths? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're missing out. I've never out. even heard of that. Advanced clock maths. <laughs> oh man, I'm still sick, man. I still have some something in my throat. I was trying to sing last night. You know, you're singing. And you're like, yeah, and then, like a glop of phlegm gets caught up in your throat while you're trying to sing. Yeah, yeah. Not never singing though, but I would. Um... Like when I had well, when pneumonia, you're blowing someone. Yeah, when I was blowing somebody, and a glob would come into my mouth, and then it would, and then the glob trying to get out of my mouth, it would go out my nose, and it was really bad. So, uh, but no, when when I had disgust, getting over to pneumonia there, John. When I would laugh, I would uh, go into a heaving coughing oh, fit yeah. and cough up half a lung. Ugh. That lasted for about four months. That wasn't pleasant. Ugh. I think that's when Phil first we first met Phil is when I had uh, I was getting over pneumonia yeah. that first time. Well, when we went to Vegas and came back, I, I had this uh, as we we're going into Vegas, my ears were popping and everything, and I, I could feel a cold coming on. And when we landed, my ears were all fucked up, and it took like six weeks. It, it seemed like I got sick again. I caught something again, and it took forever to get better, for my ears to even come back to normal, to somewhat normalcy. When did we go to Vegas? Was that in... uh, September? August? No, I think it was end of August. End of August, yeah. I had a six-week thing this year, six weeks, Mm -hmm. but no like serious stuff, just this annoying fucking cough and congestion. Ugh. Yeah, that's what this was. It was like heavy, heavy congestion. But it wasn't like this last the, the illness I had in um, August into September was. It was like everything in my sinuses was solid. It was cement. It was like solid. Where you want to drill like a hole yeah. into your cheek yeah. so you can relieve the pressure? Yeah. yeah. I've had that. And this time, it was similar. The pain was the same, but my nose was leaking constantly, like, white, clear. It was constant dripping into my mustache, into my beard. Like, I'd bend over to, like, pick something up, and I'd have nothing to wipe my 
face with, so it would just drip all over until I could run to somewhere where I could grab a Kleenex. I'm in Walgreens standing, looking at all the facial tissue, the Kleenexes. Yeah. And they used to sell those packets with the, the, you know, the little pocket ones you could carry around that the girls would carry around for their lips. Um, but they didn't have them. So I had to buy like a box. I don't want to walk around with a fucking box. You can't put a box in your pocket. You can't do that. No. You got to take like a bunch out and stick them in your pocket. You get a handkerchief. But no, that's gross. <laughs> you I've wash seen, it every day. I've seen right? people with those. They blow their nose in them. And then they fold them and they put them in their pocket. That's so sick. Uh, I work with a guy that does that. What I did today at work, I have, we have trail mix at work. You know, like the M and M's and the peanuts and the raisins and the nuts. I got a big mouthful of that, and I'm chewing. I'm halfway through chewing, and I sneezed out of nowhere. <laughs> and shit went all over my desk everywhere. <laughs> it was awful. That's horrible. It was horrible. Oh man! So that John, sucks. Uh, we almost yeah, had. You ever sneeze and like? And fart at the same time, probably. And it hurts though, because it no, because really, oh, it hurts. Where does it hurt? Your ass your or ass, your head? Your no. ass, because it comes out at such a high velocity. <laughs> Mine always come out with high it's velocity, like, John. So there's no, there's no, no, there's no don't. difference. The, yours are like. <laughs> That's not true. It is. They're pretty nasty. Sounding or smelling? A little of both. Hey, mine don't smell as bad as yours, dude. No, mine don't smell. Oh, bullshit. In the podcast, you let one rip, and 15 minutes later, it permeates into this room. I'm like no. 20 feet away from you. You're, yeah, I remember that. I remember high. stuff like that. Well, let's get on with it, John. We almost had two <laughs> surprise guests tonight. Really? Yeah, two of them. Who? Well, one was my daughter. Get this. No, your daughter cannot come on this show. I was leaving, and my wife said, hey, why don't you get it? Because she's home for spring break. She doesn't do anything. She just sits on the couch all day. Like, are you working on... She could call in. Anything? No. I did the dishes. Oh, great. So she's like, get her out of the house. Can you take her with you? And um, I figured before I ran it by you, I would ask her. And she was like, no. Why would I want to talk to John? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Why does she hate me so much? I don't know. Wow. Well, she made a comment today about she met some guy. uh, Or no, she and her girlfriend went to Chipotle for lunch. And the cashier gave them a free lunch. Like, they're like, okay, how much do we owe you? And he's like, that's on me. And uh, I was like, what? The guy just gave you? Fuck it. That, I've been to Chipotle a thousand more times than you. Nobody's ever given me a free lunch. Yeah, well, d- don't worry, Dad. He wasn't hitting on me or anything. Well, he probably was, but he's 25, and that's, like, way too old. <laughs> so imagine... Uh, somebody in their fifties, what she thinks about them? Yeah, what? It, but what have I ever done to her? I've not been nothing but nice to your daughter. Nothing but nice. That's not the point. The point is, 
if she considers a 25 year old to be old, I mean, we're practically dead, right? So she hates her grandfather and uh, anybody else. Well, hate is such a strong word, John. She, she, <laughs> why do you think she hates you just because she said, well, I said, why does she hate me? And you said, I don't know. So you kind of confirmed. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm confused. <laughs> it is my fault. I don't know. I don't know. She hates you is what I meant to say. I mean, that's that's quite know. a leap. I don't know if she hates you. I don't you know if she don't hates know you. If she hates you. Yeah, I don't know if she hates you. I wouldn't assume that she hates you, but it's just like, well, I got the impression that uh, why would I want to go talk to John when I could sit here in bed and look at my, my iMac? Yeah, well, it, make, it might have something to do with, I'd call, there was a time when we used real phones, and I would call your house, and uh, she would answer. The landline. The landline. Yeah. Dad, it's your girlfriend on the phone. Yeah, that's disrespectful. I used it, to slap her on no, after you that. You just laugh. You're like, I... <laughs> 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 or she'd hang around while you're talking. You'd be like, "Hey, get, get, hey, get out of here!" Who she would say I'm that? Talking to John. That, that, you, that's you're you. doing an impression yeah, of me. That's your, <laughs> you're such a pussy with your kids. They rule your world. <laughs> no, they don't. Walk all over you. Uh, kinda. That's all right. They'll figure it out. Now the other surprise guest, John was Mr. Schmuel. <laughs> he started tweeting at 2, a, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. What's going on? I'm going to be at the casino. Let's go for cocktails. And I mentioned, well, I'm going to be here. And then uh, he's asking all these questions about what kind of drink can I get? And will he make me a martini? And is there any food? Oh, jeez, I saw that, yeah. So I'm like, look, dude, we do it from 8 to 11 but you got to get an invite from John. Uh, but I did swing by the casino uh, before I came here. He, he he could come. Just to say, hey. And he lost a ton of chips when I was standing next to him at Dude, the craps table. Dude, you smell like shit. So I'm probably uh, bad luck now. But uh, I said, hey, you're welcome to come over. And he said, yeah. Uh, I had too many... I don't know. I had too many cocktails. That is one big pile of shit. Oh, my God. Too many cocktails. Can you imagine if they both came over? We had two guests? Yeah. That'd be something. Dude, you smell like shit. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see you do Phil in front of your daughter. What do you mean, do Phil? Like, like bend what, him over. That's <laughs> you know so I mean. gross. Why would I do that in front of anybody? Yeah, when you, Phil and I do it, we would, do it you would. behind closed doors, John. <laughs> you would do it. <laughs> Put some pants on, kids, so I can kick your butt. How dare you? <laughs> How dare me? Do Phil. Do Phil. Do Phil. Do Phil. All right, John. Uh, you hey, gotta, you, know, yeah. you know that tune, uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World? I do know. What do you think of that? Oh, you don't know that song? I do know that song. That's, what do you um, think of that tune? Not too much. It's, it's it, what's the Tears for Fears? I fucking love I hated that song for so Tears long. Tears for Fears? Is that them? Yeah, because every Dennis Miller, 
when he had that like HBO special or whatever, or I don't know what channel he was on. I think it was HBO. He'd do this, uh, his rant, and then he'd have like a guest on, and it was like a half hour show. And every after every show, they'd play that song, and I hated it. I might have told the story already, <laughs> but I hated it. And now that I'm playing it with this band, I fucking love this tune. The drum groove is so cool. It's so difficult. The first time I played it, I had such a hard time with it. I was going to ask you about yeah. your band because you have a gig this Saturday, John. Yeah, ne- next Saturday. I'm sorry, next Saturday. Not this Saturday. The worst song ever to me is um, Shout. Shout, shout. No, stop it. Stop let it. it all I can't, out. no. Don't even, <laughs> don't even do that. You don't um, even like the, the, uh, the heavy metal band that does that version? What are they called? No, no. I, I don't like anything to do with it. And that dislike of that Don't one song let it all out. carries over into pretty much everything they do. I think there's one song I kind of like. By who? By Tears for Fears. This is Tears for Fears. I understand. Shout isn't Tears for Fears, is it? Are you no. telling me for 30 years I've been blaming Tears for Fears for Shout yeah, and Shout is I not Tears for Fears? Shout is um, is um, Michael, uh, what's his name? Bubli? No, the guy Bolton? who just died. Michael. No, come on, dude. It's Tears for Fears. Really? <laughs> oh, you are. You're right. Of course I'm right, John. I wouldn't be... Oh, come on. Why you torture me like this? <laughs> this would be hell for me. Like, if I die, I know I'm in hell if this song right, is, right. is just plays over and over. No, you don't like that? No. I don't like any of it. <laughs> I really I don't think I know any other Tears for Fears tunes, but uh but everybody wants to rule the world. That drum groove is so cool because the hi hat is a triplet. Like a uh, shuffle? Uh yeah, not really. It's uh like a triplet would be but all I'm playing is the, uh, wait. <laughs> so I'm playing. Are you ready oh, for this game, I'm only man? playing two notes of the triplet. So triplet would be, uh, no, it's more than that. Yeah, I'm playing these two notes of the triplet. Actually, just one note of the triplet. And uh, I got to bring it down on the snare. So it was really tough to figure out. And then I had to go to a video to find it. And they're telling me, oh, the drummer used to play like this. And I'm like, yeah, that's not right. He's not supposed to be playing with two hands. There's supposed to be a shaker sound. So I was, 
I had to study it because it was it was like it was getting on my nerves that I didn't like the way I was playing it, which wasn't authentic. And the reason why it didn't sound good or right was because I wasn't playing it the way it's played, not just on the record, but live. And it's that weird, crazy hi-hat triplet feel, which is difficult to play, but is so perfect for the tune. So is it something you had to learn? Yeah. I had to teach my... It's it's not a groove I've ever really played before. I played the alternate hand groove like that, but never on the, on the backbeat. So... Once I finally got it, it was fucking great. And the other guys in the band are really good musicians, so it it sounds pretty pretty good. Well, you've seen him play. I was with you, dude. Yeah, it's all click tracks, though. It's it's like ugh, ugh. You really chained. You have to you have to stick to the program. All right, so you're playing in Neighborville, not this Saturday, but Saturday the eighteenth. Yeah. You go on what, at 9 o'clock? Yeah. And what's the place called? White Tavern. The White Tavern, John. Yeah. And it's in some strip mall. Is that right? Yeah. Very good. You know another tune I'm having a hard time with? This one. Didn't... And it's not that lick right there. That that's easy. It's all the stops in the song, like all the drum breaks in there. Yeah, they're at weird times, freaking yeah. me out. Yeah. Another song. Uh, How you doing on the knack? The knack. Yeah. Oh, that. My Sharona. I thought that was going to be a lot harder. It's actually not that hard. Yeah, I, that's a great tune. I added that to my drum uh, playlist. Did you? When I practice, yeah. Oh, I want to hear you play that. Fantastic. <laughs> really? I can do it. It's the, uh, I have trouble with the transitions from the um, this part to the cymbal part. Yeah. And the breaks. Still working on that. I've only played it like three times, though. Well, for me, none of the none of the songs have any like technical challenges. It's just remembering where all the the breaks are. Transitions aren't hard either. It's just remembering when to do them, <laughs> like this tune. If I had my time again, I would do it all the same. This song's got weird stops and starts in it. So it's a matter of, you know, getting that the brain muscle to remember. Yeah, especially at our advanced is. age. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like I used to be able to listen to a song one time and really get the gist of it. You know, I, I would hear a word in the lyrics and I'd know that's when I do stuff and... Well, the other thing is you, you've been thrown a lot of songs that you're familiar with, but you've never played yeah, right. drums to. So it's, it's 
the volume as well. You know, because I I uh, I got the electronic drums. It's it was an investment, you know. Yeah. And I sat down, and the first hour, I tried playing shit that I played in the past. And after that first hour, I was like, boy, I, I don't think I made the right decision. I should probably <laughs> take this back. But after the second and the third and the fourth time, then it starts to come back. Well. We should we should do a drum off, man. No, oh, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, they're set up. You want to do my Sharona? I'll put it on. And right now, no. Yeah. Let me practice first. Oh, I thought you said you had it down. I played it like three times. Oh, I said I didn't have it down. Oh, we could rewind the tape. You said you got it down. The only problem is, yeah, I got it. Trouble yeah. with the transition. Yeah, once I get past the transitions, then I got it. It's no problem. Nice. This song, also pretty easy, but then they want me to play the, they want me to play these goofy. Bongos too? Well, there's like a kind of a drum solo part right here. (laughs) How are you going to do the beat with all that shit going on? should bring me up there as a percussionist, yeah. John. Yeah. I'll do that shit. That's a good idea. Another tune uh, that I have issue with, with, have an issue with, but I think I got that one down now. This one. Four and one and two and three. Four and one and two and three. Four and... Two and three, four and two, three, four and And the reason for that is because they want me to do this. How am I going to play all that? It's the snare and all that at the same time. Just make some shit up. But it's got to sound good. It can't sound like shit, you know? not going to sound like shit. Shit. But yeah, that's uh, that's some of the tunes. Some of the tunage. So I said you're going to go on at nine. Is that accurate? Nine? Nine, yeah, nine, nine thirty. So I'm gonna be your roadie, dude. So what's oh, the? Oh, you are. Yeah, what's the setup? Do you get to go at like two p.m. and set up? I'll find out. From what I understand, their old drummer took like an hour to set up. How long do you take? I don't know, fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, really? I said, yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, that's so awesome. And uh, what did the guy do for a fucking hour? I don't know. He, did, he have, did he have like a he's got like a twenty rack piece drum set? No, no. He's got a five piece, a mounted tom and two floor toms, and then I guess he had some electronic stuff that he started investing in, and a rack, and yeah, all this, all this shit. And um, he wears gloves when he plays, 
So they used to tell me like he'd hurry them up on to, on the stage. Come on, we got to play. And then they'd all get up there and be ready. And he's getting his gloves on and gloves. Yeah, his gloves. And then oh, another thing was um, <laughs> Chuck would tell me that hey, I could grab a beer and start drinking. He's counting the song up. One, two, three, four. What the fuck? <laughs> And I said, and I'm like, is that any different from any band? I mean, that's the same shit that happens in every band. The count off when somebody's drinking a beer. Right on. That's right. Why Why you said you needed a straw for yours, your drink. and Put it in your little swirly gig, and then you could lean over. Because <laughs> that's oh, what yeah, you did. I remember, remember that. I remember that. And you're chasing it around with your lips <laughs> <laughs> and smacking my head into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And you needed that because most of the songs start with Rick, right? And he would just like, and you didn't even know the song that he was starting. Sometimes you'd be like, "What? What the fuck is he playing?" Because he would even start it wrong. So, and then he'd be pissed because we weren't ready to play the song, but we're like, well, first, we don't have a list. Second, you started it wrong, so we're confused as to what song you're playing. I'm confused. Pay attention, he yells at me one time, because he's trying to tell me what song we're going to play, but there's a spotlight in my face, so I can't even see his lips. <laughs> I can't hear him. <laughs> And he's yelling at me, pay attention. I'm like, I can't even see you. How do I know what song you're even saying to me? I haven't seen Rick in a while. I don't think I've seen him since we went to uh, Group Love when they didn't show. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen him either. I should reach out to Rick. Last time I saw him was with you when we were going to play an open mic. Oh, that's right. Which is back on and tonight. What do you mean it's back on? They're doing it again at uh, Arlington. Oh, that's the other news I have. I thought that place closed. Uh, no, 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 not that place. There's a new place called Arlington Ale House. It's on top of uh, the Metropolitan Theater. Yeah. Um, downtown Arlington Heights, like a, uh, a street over from Peggy Canane's. Canans. Yeah. Uh, Modern Elixir will be playing there May uh, 13th. How about that? And then I got a bunch of other gigs with this band, Decade. There are a lot of private parties. We got offered a gig in Long Island, and they want to do it. They're like, hey, can we do this? Uh, We're going to ask for three grand, and we'll rent a van, 12-hour drive there and 12 hours back. All right, hold on. Modern Elixir is what? May what? May 13th. May 13th. That's a Saturday? Yeah. And that's in Arlington Heights? Yeah. Very nice. Arlington Very nice. Ale House. At the Arlington Ale House. There we go. And um so yeah, the White's gig, the White Tavern gig is a is a bar gig. Then some sort of gig so a couple of private parties, one in Wilmette, one in somewhere else, like, and then a wedding, I think, and a gig up in Grand Rapids in June. 
Grand Rapids? Yeah. How far is that? It's like nine hours? I don't know. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's do that again. It was fun. I'm like, what? What? Uh, play for two and a half hours. It's uh, it's a corporate gig for a fundraiser, but it's on a Wednesday. I'm not sure if I could swing that. You have to take Thursday off. Yeah. And the Wednesday. Yeah. It's a nine-hour drive. Well, the problem is we're doing this integration, and who knows when I'm going to get called up to fly somewhere. Right. Quoting the gig at 1850. Nice. That is nice. Yeah. All right, so that's the band shit. <clears throat> so, yeah, the band shit. We, uh, you know the, you know the song, um, Hold the Line? I might. By, uh, Toto? Maybe. Yeah, we're thinking about doing that. I would have to hear it. Hold the line! <laughs> I'd have to hear the actual the, song. Hold the line! Is that sound good enough? <laughs> hold the line! You don't like that? No, I love it. It's great. Hold the line. You need more than that? Than just... A little more, yeah. Hold the line. Oh, thanks. That helped. <laughs> See if I got something from band practice. Nobody knows how to play it. Of course I've heard this song. There's a good song for you to practice on your electronics. Hold the line? Yeah. Yeah, I will write that down, John. Hold. You want to get that right hand going, man? The line. That's that's the tune right there. What's the timing or the, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it. Is it? Uh, it's 4-4. Four, 4-4? Four. Four, four? Yeah. yeah. It's a, kind of a shuffle groove on the hi-hat. It's like a triplet shuffle on the hi-hat. That's what I need work on there, John, the triplet shuffles. Yes. There's many. Like a, there's a Texas shuffle. A lot of uh, ZZ Top tunes or Texas Shuffle, so are Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the one I'm working on now? The Shuffle I'm working on now is... Is it Uriah Heep? Is that who it is? Um, what's the song? The song is... I can't remember the song. <laughs> Hey, this sure just in. A, you sure it's a shuffle? I think so. This just in. Jay Cutler <laughs> yeah. uh, let go by the yeah. Bears. How about that? How about that? How about that? This just in. Chicago Bears outbid no one and pay Tampa QB Mike Glennon $45 million for three years. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. So our beloved Chicago Bears football team finally cut Jay Cutler. It's about time. They should cut they should have cut him two weeks into his contract. Uh he's gone. But they just paid forty five million. Is that the tune? No, maybe it's not Uriah Heep. What is the song? Hold on. I have my tunes on my laptop. I know. I go right to my playlist, John. Here you go. This is a Texas shuffle. This is a thing I've never known before. It's called Is he living? Wow! This is a place I've never seen before. Is he living? Yeah, that's a good tune. Oh, man, I'm going to have to add some Uriah Heap to my playlists. I used to play Stealing in a band. I used to play this tune. I used to play in this band. The room was as big as my office. Mm Mm-hmm. So my drum set was in there, my green pearl drum kit, and there was a keyboard player that had a Hammond organ and a Roland uh, keyboard, and he had a this giant Leslie speaker. Do you know what a Leslie speaker is? No. Okay, it's got a horn uh, on the top, not on the top, but it's inside the speaker, so there's like a subwoofer and a horn. But it spins. So when you like hit the tremolo on your keyboard, that thing spins to give it the wah 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 wah. So we play like this song, and that thing would be going, and you don't want to get your fucking hand anywhere near that thing because it'll take it off. And we were crouched into this little room. Hey, did my tunes just shut off? What happened there? Damn it. Wi-Fi's been for shit, man. Um, And we'd be playing all these songs. Deep Purple, Uriah Heep, Joe Satriani, uh, Cheap Trick. The band never went anywhere. We didn't even have a name, I don't think. I finally said I had enough of these guys. I didn't want to play that shit anymore. So I started playing with, uh, that's when I started like searching out Marty at some point. I wanted to play more, um, XRT kind of music. I was done with the metal and the hairband shit. And the seventies classic rock. But I could dig it now. What do you got? What's that tune? I don't know. I got, uh, I guess playlists are specific to your iTunes uh, that you have on your specific PC, John. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't. uh, Oh. I have a whole different set of playlists on this PC than I do with the PC that I drum along to, if that makes any sense. (laughs) So you're going to bring anything in, like drummer, like. Anything you drum to? Yeah, what do you want, man? What do you want? I can bring anything in. 
I could bring it in. Have you ever gone like on YouTube and they have like drumless tracks? No, I haven't done that yet. I have some, I think, Green Day without drums. Mm. I play a lot of Green Day um, practice-wise, drumming. Really? Yeah. I have like Green Day and... Wake Up is my favorite one to play. Um, I think Foo Fighters or something. Here's some Green Day with... What is it? Wake Up? Wake Up! Are you sure it's called Wake Up? No. Wake up when September ends. No, 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 that's not it. I don't think it's wake up. Are you sure? Wake I'm me up. I'm not sure. Wake me up. No, that's <laughs> that's the one you just said, dude. American idiot. I think it's off. Of, no, it's not off American idiot. It's an older one. When I come around, that one. No. Let me see. Green day. Hey, that's not supposed to have drums. Where's the one without drums? There we go. Should I loan you some of these? Yeah, no doubt. No drums on it? And then I'll record it and bring it in. All right. singing on this? I can do that too, John. I'll put the drums and there the vocal go. track on. How about that? What about like Brain Stew? Too slow. Yeah. Oh, you're advanced now, huh? You're like... Right on. <laughs> yeah, I could uh I could burn you something. That'd be out of sight. Yeah. God damn it, what is this song? It's gonna bug me. I'm being bugged. Backing tracks, no bass. What's this one? No bass. I don't know. AKC backing tracks. Remember this? I remember this. And you sang it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I All can't right, I can't figure out this iTunes interface. It's it's What's wrong with you, man? I don't know what the fuck is wrong. It's showing the albums. I don't want to see the albums. Show me a fucking list. And I can't figure out how to make it show a list. Oh, here it is. <laughs> no, that's not it. It's aggravating. All these iTunes updates. 
Oh, Aggravating, Scott. I'll have to bring it in next time. Like three weeks from now, I'll bring it in. All right, John. Moving on. Yeah. You know Kyrie Irving, don't you? Kyrie Irving, when I say the name Kyrie Irving. No. You don't know who that is? No. You have no idea who that is? No. Really? No, should I? Kyrie Irving is a world champion basketball player who plays with LeBron James on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now now that you say it, because I know there's some controversial... Some shitty Contra- stuff. It's not controversial. It's stupid, John, is what it is. <laughs> Kyrie Irving actually believes the earth is flat. Really? Yes. Kyrie Irving, who makes his living shooting around basketball for the Cavaliers, and before that, spent time at the esteemed Duke, Duke University, thinks the earth is flat. Irving spoke about the popular internet conspiracy theory, which he refused to refer to as a conspiracy theory, to teammates Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry on the latest episode oh. of their road tripping with RJ and Channing podcast. He has that his own fucking podcast, John. He does? That is yeah. Pile of shit. With RJ and Channing. RJ, Richard Jefferson. This is not a conspiracy theory, Kyrie argued. The Earth is flat. Wow. This topic came up when Fry asked his teammates if aliens exist. Irving took the opportunity and turned the conversation to the shape of the Earth. It's right in front of our faces, he said. I'm telling you, it's right in front of our faces. They lie to us. Jefferson and Fry, like the majority of humans, found it impossible to agree with Irving. But the all-star, who is known for his otherworldly hoop skills, persisted. What I've been taught is that the Earth is round, but if you really think about it from the landscape, the way we travel, the way we move, and the fact that, can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all the planets aligned, rotating in specific dates? Being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets? Oh, my God. We don't have any audio of that. We do, but (laughs) I didn't. It's a 50-minute podcast, and I don't want to wade through the whole fucking thing to find this stupidity, John. Oh, my God. Uh, At this point in the interview, Jefferson butts in and notes that Irving used air quotes when saying planets. So while he's saying this, he he puts air quotes around planets, like planets aren't planets, like those are fake, dude. Yeah. Irving responded, oh, uh, the backbone of Irving's argument is that people are taught from a young age to believe the Earth is round without much recent proof. Everything they send... Wait, so get a fucking telescope, man. Everything they send or everything they want to say they're sending doesn't come back. I don't know what that means. What the, what, the, what was that? I don't know. What? What was it? I don't know. There is no concrete... Inf- I'm not getting anything in my left ear. Oh, I am. There's no concrete information except for the information they're giving us. They're practically putting you in the direction of what to believe and what not to believe. The truth is right there. Yeah. You just got to go searching for it. Written with the finger. 
Oh, God. Oh, hold on. I do have audio. After uh, Irving began, after this began uh, trending on Twitter, he doubled down during an interview with ESPN. I had that, John. Do you want to hear that? Yeah. Let's, Let's hear, hear this dumbass. Let's hear it. Super talented uh, basketball player. And he's really charismatic in front of the camera uh, as well. But let's hear this shit. You were a trending topic on Twitter today. Do you know? I, I just found that out. I just found that out. <laughs> what's your What's your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm, what's your, <laughs> it's an interesting. I think, I think people should do their own research, man. Um, and then uh, you know, hopefully they'll either back my belief or they'll kind of throw it in the water. Um, I think, but I think it's interesting for people to find out. That. You've seen pictures of the planet, though, right? Like yeah. it's a circle. So uh, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of things that have have uh, that. That my educational system has said that was real and turned out to be completely fake. So, I mean, I, I <laughs> like what? I don't mind. I don't mind going like God. in terms of my thoughts. And what oh no, that's real. Trending? That's real. First of all, all right, mute me. That's the shittiest audio on the fucking planet. Where were they interviewing him? <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck did he say? I can't even remember. Secondly, I'm so aggravated. I got to listen to it again. <laughs> you got to turn me back on. Just found out. Your what's your what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm, what's your, it's an interesting. I think, I think people should do their own research, man. Yeah, do their own research. I don't have to do my research. You can no. turn me off, John. Yeah, Kyrie Irving is a fucking idiot. The research is in. Here's what I don't understand. I would imagine if you're an NBA basketball player, more than half your time is spent in a fucking airplane, flying from wherever to wherever. And I've flown in airplanes, John. And when I'm in an airplane, Whoa. what the fuck is that, dude? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> Come on. What are you doing in there? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not on the recording. <laughs> are it, you sure? Yeah, it's something to do with the headphone monitor. Ah. It might be shortened out. Might so, need a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I, John? Oh, yeah. If you're in a goddamn airplane... You can kind of tell if you pay attention. If you look out the fucking window, you can kind of tell just on all on your own that the earth is if round. If you're in an airplane. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I don't know. What I want would ask him is, all right, like you said, what are these other things that have been proven false that you believed in that were proven false? I'm sure that Jesus wasn't one of them, John. <laughs> I'm sure that if if you believe in the flat earth, you believe in talking snakes yeah, right. and a virgin Mary in the whole bullshit that is Christianity. I'm positive of that. So, not only that, uh, Kyrie Irving, um, let me find it. Um... Something about dinosaurs. Yeah, he, he's unstable, that dude. Oh, he's also skeptical about the existence of dinosaurs. You got audio of that, too? Yeah, I do. Hold on. All right. You ready? Dinosaurs existed, but I mean, they make up like they find one bone and they make up 98% of it digitally. I mean, they, they give it to the pictures of, of uh, you know what they think they should look like. So, yeah. I'm a period of Ah, there you go. That's the same shitty interview. You can turn me off. 
same bullshit. But he said, <laughs> hey, they find one bone and they make up 98% of the rest. Now, that's true uh, when they uh, uh, talk about Spinosaurus. But Spinosaurus uh, actually did exist before World War II, and then the Nazis bombed the only uh, Spinosaurus remains that they had. Ah. Um, which was a pretty complete skeleton. But since then, they've only found a couple of Spinosaurus bones, John. So they got to make it up. So, Well, they've ha- they had something before the World Dam War II. Damn Wetterbelby. That's right. Damn Wetterbelby. Damn Wetterbelby. <laughs> so... Uh, and we kind of already know that these college basketball players really don't get an education yeah. at all. I mean, who knows if they even go to class? I have no idea. But oh. the guy, <laughs> what, what happened? Whoop. Are we in the time machine? Oh. What? Whoop. But I, it's incomprehensible to me how somebody who is at the who's one of the best basketball players in the world, who's charismatic, uh, like in TV commercials and shit, is so fucking stupid. So stupid. So dumb. I want to know why <laughs> he's so stupid. What happened? Is he like uh, an idiot savant? Like, is basketball the only thing he can do? And if you had him try to, like, uh, just sweep a floor, he wouldn't even be able to figure that out? That is kind of scary. Yes. It's a good thing he just plays basketball. Well, what's he going to do after basketball? Look at Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, he thought he was just going to keep getting the money. I'm going to make this kind of money for the rest of my life. The guy, from what I heard, is uh, he's, he's working at fucking uh, Popeye's Chicken or some shit. Because he has no money. <laughs> He blew all his money because he had a, a all these hangers on. All, he was throwing he need, money around. All he needs to do is talk to the people who measured the earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he talked That's to the it. people who measured the earth, then they'd be fine. Done. He wouldn't. He would still be skeptical, though. He would be like, "Hey, fuck this." The people That's who measured bullshit. the earth. Yeah. And I think it gets back to the the real issue in this country right now is we you don't know what to fucking believe, right? Because there's so much spin on everything. So much shit. So much shit. You got to wade through the shit to Garbage. try to figure out what the fuck is actually going on. And it's exhausting, John. It's exhausting. Yeah, so there's Kyrie exhausting. Irving. Well, that's a nice segue into Trump. Yeah. Ugh, I'm just <laughs> fucking exhausted. And I remember, exhausted I remember saying, well, if Trump is elected, at least it'll be entertaining. Yeah. And it's not even entertaining. It's exhausting, John, because... Was three weeks ago we did the last podcast? Yeah. It's impossible to keep track of all the fucking stupidity of Donald Trump in a three-week time period. Well, it's not impossible. It's impossible for me because I just don't have the time to keep track of all the dumb shit stuff he says and that he does. I mean, It is. It's exhausting. It's like, what the fuck is going on now with this guy? He's so fucking incompetent. It's glaringly obvious. And he's just, oh, you know what the story that really disturbed me the most? I mean, in the last three weeks, there have been so many disturbing stories. You know what the one that disturbed me the most about Trump? This guy has traveled the world. He's eaten at the best restaurants probably the world has to offer. And you know what his fucking favorite meal is, John? No. 
a steak well done with ketchup. Oh. Doesn't that say it all? Yeah. I mean, that says it all. Oh, my God. Well done. He's a petulant child. With ketchup. With ketchup. Oh, my God. I wish this would have come out before the election. Oh. I think it would have swayed a lot of voters. That's terrible. He would have just said, no, it's fake news. I like my steaks. Uh, Medium rare. With horseradish. (laughs) He should lie. Lie about shit like that. Yeah. He, he eats, like, the worst food, too. Like, taco bowls and whatever. I got some audio of him. So it was National Women's Day or what, whatever it was the other day, yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? Was it? I don't know. Yeah, it was, like, National Women's Day. And, uh... Was it... Bad that I don't know what day National Women's Day yeah, was. It's not that bad, no. Not that bad. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> and what did Donald Trump grab the pussy president say on National Women's Day? Did he repeat that claim? This is what he said. That you gotta grab him by the pussy? Here, come on, Donald Trump. Say what you had to say. Why aren't you working? He uses an intern's back to sign a release form. I could do this all day long. I don't want to sound too much like a chauvinist, but when I come home and dinner's not ready, I go through the roof, okay? She had a little problem okay. during the middle where she gained a little weight. I don't and a think lot of, so. tend to like beautiful women more than unattractive women. Well, Rosie is a loser. Rosie's been a loser for a long time. Such a nasty trust. woman. I think that putting a wife to work is a very dangerous thing. I've said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. I moved in her like oh a bitch. <laughs> I couldn't get there, and she was married. Automatically attracted to beautiful. I just started kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. You see there was blood coming out of her eyes. Uh, blood coming out of her wherever. What does Tiffany have of Marla's? Well, I think that she's got a lot of moral, and she's really a beautiful baby, and she's, uh, she's, got, um, she's got Marla's legs. <laughs> we don't know whether or not she's got this part yet. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody has more respect. Please, everybody. <laughs> Nobody. 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 And, and let's compare those to the, the comments he made. Nobody is less of an anti-Semite yeah, than I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the least of the anti-Semites. We have... Um, uh, there's something wrong with him, right? I mean, there's something really, really wrong with him. But nobody talks about that. Here's what I want to know. You show up, <laughs> you work with this guy every day, and you... We hear this shit, and we see him. Yeah. If you work with him every day, aren't you like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Just happened. I I was listening to the news, and they were saying, hey, um, why doesn't somebody just walk up to him and say, okay, hey, look, dude, you got to stop with the fucking craziness, okay? Right now, 
you got to walk that shit back. This Obama thing about him eavesdropping and wiretapping. This this is you sound like a lunatic. Okay, so you got to walk this shit back. You're the president. It doesn't mean we're not going to let you just fucking ruin the office of the president. Well, he's already done that. He's only been oh, in for he's, fucking forty five days. Shit on the flag. You might as well just take the American flag and wipe his fucking ass with it. That's what he does every day. Every day it's something else. Every fucking day. And he's comp- he's insane. Yeah, but I think that people may do that, but it doesn't register to him. He's so he has some sort of bravado, some sort of confidence. Who knows where it comes from? Maybe it comes from grabbing girls' pussies and they don't do anything. But he, yeah. he kind of even knows that that's not right, right? Yeah, Like I don't know. I don't if, think he does. No, I think he does. For him, it's okay because he's Donald Trump. But for you and me, it, that no, no you can't do that. You? You can't do yeah, that. you got to be like a celebrity like me. Then you could do it. Then then you can just grab pussy. Um, so he seems to know that it's it's not right, but for him it is, right? Because he's Donald Trump. And now that he's president, well, anything I think or anything I believe or anything I say, I'm fucking president. Didn't Nixon say, well, if the president does it, it's not against the law? And I think Donald Trump really believes that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he said that. And so, uh, yeah. Totally. It's not going to last much longer. But what I still don't understand is how these other Republicans don't call him on anything. Like, McCain is one of them. He'll talk a lot, but he never takes action. But everybody else just kind of falls in line. Right. When is that? When are they going to realize that... Well, the thing is, is the Republicans, like... It, could you imagine if a Democrat said any of that shit? If Hillary was in office and she started tweeting shit like that and just making shit up? Where does he come up with this shit? Because well, he, he makes it up. Well, he doesn't make it up. So the, Some of it's made up. Well, the tweet about uh, Obama, he made a tweet that said, he said, um, Obama, I just found out Obama's wiretapping Trump Tower before the election. Shame or bad, sad, yeah, whatever bad, the fuck. Bad, loser. sick guy. Bad, sick. Uh, and the... There's no evidence for that. And Obama can't even do that. Right. So he's either completely insane or, oh, we we're talking about where he gets his information. So that information was some fucking article on the web. Who knows what website? And it was speculation. And then he took it and he ran with it. Yeah. And once that idea got into his mind, I'm Donald Trump, so it has to be right. And he's sticking with it. Right. He he doubles down on shit like that. So either either he's lying or there was enough evidence to get a subpoena to wiretap Trump Tower. Either one. It's not good for him. And that's how fucking dumb he is. It's like when he, he was moaning about the uh, inaugurate, not moaning, but 
um, being so confident about his greatest inauguration crowd ever. And it wasn't. And then they started calling him on it. And he got his... Earlier we talked about panties in a bunch, but he doesn't have panties. He wears diapers. He got his diapers in a bunch. Yeah. And he doubled down on it. But he also tweeted um, that... 122 vicious prisoners released by the Obama administration from Gitmo have returned to the battlefield. Just another terrible decision, which is wrong. Most of those prisoners were released by the W. Yeah, like 113 almost, of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. You know, even on this this stupid podcast we do, John, when I, well, I get like, stuff together he, and I he, research he stuff... He either doesn't understand... What he's reading because he's not smart enough. I just don't get it. I'm like, how is the guy so successful? Like, he's, you could tell there's not a whole lot going on in there. Like, when people talk to him, I don't know, maybe it's the confidence in his bullshit that makes people buy into his crap. Like, Maybe he's that little tiny ads infomercial guy. Well, look at... Uh, that uh, people get suckered into. Who was the guy at Jonestown who made him drink the Kool-Aid? Yeah. yeah. There was something charismatic about him, but uh, he, the guy was obviously insane. Charles Manson had a whole fucking following, but the guy's obviously a fucking lunatic. So some of these guys have charisma. Uh, Ted Bundy had charisma. Uh and he was able to, to, you know, he was a fucking serial killer. So who knows what Trump is like in person, but the guy was handed, I don't know, $200 million, $100 million, I, I don't know, by his father. And you grow up in this, this lifestyle, and yeah. you gain a certain confidence from that. And if you look back on his, his history of business, he is in all sorts of shady deals. Uh, he has no respect for the law or anything like that. I mean, the guy hasn't paid taxes in fucking 20 years, allegedly. And he bullies and uh, doesn't pay the people who work for him. Right. What I don't understand is how do you fucking invest in casinos and then go bankrupt? If you own a casino, it's like printing fucking money. Right. How the fuck does that happen? How, how do, do you, you fuck that I, up? I know. I know. So many questions. Sorry, John. I got I to fix this. It actually was the W released 532 from Gitmo and 113 returned to the battlefield. Obama released 161 and only nine uh, returned to the battlefield. Ah. Not 122 vicious prisoners returned to terrorism. He basically lied because he read it off of the Fox and Friends tweet. Right. Fox and Friends or whatever he's yeah. looking at, he sees it. It becomes this belief, not belief, it becomes this fact to him. And then he just spouts on Twitter or wherever. And the the staff has to be like, what the fuck? I, I can't. If I worked for him, even if I like believed in what he was doing yeah. and I work for him. At some point, I'd be like, 
This is and, exhausting. And he's using a he's using his Android phone, which is unsecure and. Everybody knows you can hack into a phone and listen to people. So anybody could hack into his phone and listen to meetings he's in or uh, hack into the camera. I mean, they always tell you, put tape over your camera, and it turns out you should. Apparently, there was some released uh, WikiLeaks about CNN. Uh, about CIA, CNN? About C- CIA. Can uh, turn on on your TV and there's record you, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, my why would my fucking smart TV have a microphone? Does it have voice commands? Can I talk to my TV and say, turn on? Yeah, really? Good, yeah. It wasn't in my instruction manual. No. So did Samsung had to be in collusion then and had to plant a mic in the fucking TV for the CIA to be able to turn it on? Now, let's back up a little bit question for you john all right so cia has all these tactics yeah. tactics to eavesdrop yeah. i'm assuming they need a warrant for that right yeah <laughs> or no they don't i don't know i would hope so who knows so wikileaks said uh this is only like one percent of what they have on the cia yeah and they're gonna dump some more shit what do you think trump thinks about these leaks Oh, those are okay. Any any leaks that are in his favor are fine. Well, this is not in his favor, and it's not not in his favor. Yeah, if that makes sense. It's kind of from his perspective, it's neutral. But yeah, what does he think about it? I don't know. Is this is this even true? That that's a thing. Well, the CIA is not commenting. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I I have no idea if it's true or not. Oh, apparently Signal and WhatsApp is probably the tools you should be using when, uh, for communication. Well, WhatsApp was, um, uh, picked up by Facebook. And when they were picked up by Facebook, they asked a question on WhatsApp and I disagreed. Because I saw something on on Reddit or something that said, hey, they're going to ask you for this. Disagree to it. Because if you agree, then you kind of fall into the Facebook universe. If you disagree, ah. then you're still on the WhatsApp platform with the encryption and yeah. the whole deal. Well, Signal is another one. Uh, Signal is considered the gold standard for secure communication. Uh, WhatsApp has a billion users. The CIA, it seemed, had the capacity to conduct sweeping surveillance on what we had previously assumed were our safest and most private digital conversations. In their haste to post articles about the released, almost all the leading news organizations took the WikiLeaks tweets at face value. Their initial accounts mentioned Signal, WhatsApp, and other encryption apps by name, and describe them as bypassed or otherwise compromised by the CIA spying tools. Uh, Yet, on closer inspection, this turned out to be misleading. Neither Signal nor WhatsApp, for example, appears by name in any of the alleged CIA files in the cache. 
in the cash, John. Using automated tools to search the whole database as security researchers uh, subsequently did, turned up no hits. More important, the hacking methods described in the documents do not, in fact, include the uh, ability to bypass such encrypted apps, at least not in the sense of bypass that had seemed so alarming. Indeed, if anything, the CIA documents in the cache confirm the strength of the encryption technologies. So that's good news. Kind of good news. And I need to find out if my Samsung has a fucking microphone. Probably. Why would it have a microphone? I don't know. Let's see. Can your TV listen to you? <laughs> How about that? How about that? Um, since the television is always listening to your voice. Why? Samsung has warned its smart TV customers that every word is being captured and sent over the internet. You can opt out of the smart TV voice recognition feature, but even if you opt out, your voice commands will still be captured. Voice commands? Yeah. Or when I'm yelling at the TV? Whatever. Why did they have a microphone in the TV? I don't, I don't know. Have you ever given and have you ever given your TV a voice command? No. Me neither. I didn't even know it existed. Be careful what you say in front of your Samsung TV. It's listening to you, Scott. Many Samsung smart TVs come in. Equ- kind of oh come on! Don't- <laughs> the hell's going on? In Many there? Samsung smart TVs come equipped with voice recognition, with which allows you to bark commands at your TV. I'm going to try that. Since the television is always listening to your voice, Samsung has warned its smart TV customers that every word is being captured and sent over the internets. Sent to where? Please be aware of your spoken words. Why would it be sent over the internets? If my TV is there <laughs> and I'm giving voice commands to my TV, why does it have to go on the interwebs? Because they're, they're, they're finding out like what you like and they use it for... Targeting you with ads. I have a quick story. Um, <laughs> I was working. Uh, I have a colleague at work, and and she had to call into. Um, this is funny. Samsung does not retain voice data or sell it to third parties. The company said in a statement, "If a consumer consents and uses the voice recognition feature, the voice data is sent to a server, which searches for the requested content." Then returns the desired content to the TV. So we we're gonna believe a private company that says, "Hey, yeah, we don't we don't sell it or send it to third party." But you know that's a lie. Yeah. Who would believe that? I don't believe that. Who knows? So I work with this uh, woman, and she's um, on the phone with. She's trying to get something resolved, and. Now, when you go on the phone, you got to punch in numbers and you got to, there's like a robot talks to you and you can give the robot voice commands and, or you can press keys to get menus and you got to go through like 15 sub menus to finally get to what you want to do. And it gets frustrating. So she's monkeying around with this shit. And, uh, I said, Hey, give me the fucking phone. 
So I took the phone from her and I just started shouting and swearing into the phone. <laughs> Fuck this shit. This fucking sucks. <laughs> Five seconds later. Hello, how can I help you? Oh, damn. The reason I know this, John, is because I was sitting at home one day and I'm working from home, but so I'm doing work and, and I put the phone on speaker and I had to talk to somebody at uh, Wow or, or the cable company or who knows. I can't even remember who I had to fucking talk to. But I had to go through this menuing thing and, and then I get to where I want to be and then they tell me I'm on hold and then the phone just drops. Like the call drops. So I got to do the whole fucking thing over. And then I get to where I need to go again. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And the call fucking drops again. Oh. So I'm doing it the neck the third time. And I get to where I am. And I I'm starts fucking swearing. I'm talking to myself. But I'm like, if they fucking drop my call again. Five seconds later. Hi, how can I help you? Wow. So I talked to my wife about that, who's in the industry of this stuff. Communications. And right. she says, hey, yeah, we have a, at our corporation, we have all those menus. We have all that shit. So when you call in, you know, click, click here, click there, or say a voice command, get here, get there. But we have algorithms that listen and if you start to raise your voice or if you start to swear, we cut your call off. Like, even if you're on hold, we cut it off and we send you to a very seasoned team. Yeah. A very experienced team of, of service. Handle your that can handle your psycho Yes, that can handle that and are equipped for that and are ready for that. <laughs> so my suggestion to anybody, this is a TTN PSA. If you have to deal shit. with that shit, just get to the wherever you want to go and start swearing your head off. And within five seconds, you'll be talking to a person who's on like the A team of customer service. And you'll get your shit taken care of. It saves an unbelievable amount of time. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's crazy. So our TVs can listen to us. Hackers can turn your phone on and listen to you and watch you. They can watch me? Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't look like my camera's on, but it could be on. Could be on. Wow. They can they can hackers can control your phone using a tool that's already built into it. Well, that's fantastic. A lot of uh, concern about the NSA's seemingly omnipresent surveillance over the last year is forced. Focused on the agency's efforts to install backdoors in software and hardware. Those efforts are greatly aided, however, if the agency can piggyback on embedded software already on the system that can be exploited. Two researchers have uncovered such built-in vulner vulnerabilities... In a large number of smartphones that would allow government spies and sophisticated hackers to install malicious code and take control of the, of the device. The attacks would require proximity to the phones using a rogue base station or fem, 
fem femtosel femtosel and a high level of skill to pull it off but it took Matthew Salnick and Mark Blanchow uh, two research consultants with uh, AccuVant Labs just a few months to s- discover the vulnerabilities and exploit them. Uh, the vulner- vulnerable. Why did they got to do this word for me? The vulnerabilities. <laughs> <laughs> the vulnerabilities. <laughs> What'd you do, man? Killed my eyes. Ah, uh, my new furniture. Um. Uh. Uh. No. Uh, mostly on the floor. Oh my god! Come on, man. You, you made me laugh. <laughs> the vulnerabilities lie within the device management tool carriers and manufacturers embedded in the handsets and tablets to remotely configure them. Though some design their own tool, most use a tool developed by a specific third-party vendor which the researchers will not identify until they present their findings next week at the Black Hat Security Conference in Las Vegas. Uh, This is from 2014. Uh, The tool is used in some form in more than 2 billion phones worldwide. The vulnerabilities, they say, were found so far in Android, BlackBerry devices, and a small number of Apple iPhones used by Sprint customers. They haven't looked at Windows mobile devices yet. So this is kind of an older story. I bet you there's something that's significantly more up to date. Uh, Oh, here we go. This is brand new. How the CIA can hack your phone, Scott, PC and TV, says WikiLeaks. Uh... So, uh, unprecedented collection of internal CIA files that appear to be kind of a web-based wiki. The catalog, the agency, apparently hacking techniques. Yeah, we know all that. Here's the mobile targets here, Scott. The leak hints at hacking capabilities that range from routers and desktop operating systems to Internet of Things devices, including one passing reference to research on hacking cars. But it seems to most thoroughly detail the CIA's work to penetrate smartphones. One chart describes more than 25 Android hacking techniques, while another shows 14 iOS attacks. Given the CIA's counterterrorism work and the ability of a phone exploit to keep tabs on targets' location, that focus on mobile phone uh, mobiles makes sense. Healy says. If you're going to be trying to figure where Bin Laden is, mobile phones, well, he's dead. The story was this, story this week. From? Well, here's a couple of things, right? So, first, my assumption is you need a warrant to even activate this yeah. shit, right? But if you don't, if you don't need a warrant, how much bullshit do you have to wade through to find something? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you gotta listen to a lot of static. Static! Static! You know, uh, texting, uh, my daughter texting me today, we need milk. Uh, I don't have time for that. Uh, walk up to Walgreens. Oh my God, Dad, I can't walk to Walgreens. It's too windy. You know, you got to wade through all that kind of shit yeah. to, to do what? Well, I remember I remember listening to a story where they were talking about that. 
And does the CIA listen? And they're like, yeah, we do. But here's the thing. Um, terrorists are getting really sophisticated where they don't use words like bombs and stuff. They use words like, hey, pick up, pick, make sure you pick up the milk tonight. Oh. <laughs> Boom! So you're a now terrorist. I'm, now I'm uh, I'm on the you're on the watch I've list. been escalated. Yeah. yeah. Hey, don't forget the bananas. <laughs> you know. So they use uh, regular. Hey, go get it yourself. It's too windy. Oh, they must be postponing. Yeah. The milk, the bomb. <laughs> They're postponing the milk. <laughs> no milk needed tonight. I'll eat my cereal dry. But again, if this is true, right? If all this yeah. shit is true, then why didn't they stop the Boston Marathon bomber? Why didn't they stop, you know, whoever? Why does this shit still happen? Well, that's the thing. It's it's almost like it's a feel good, right? It makes everybody feel good that they can listen in. It doesn't the, make me feel bad good. Guys. I don't feel good. No, I don't either. Who feels good about this? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? 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 All right, John. So I mentioned that uh, it's been 21 days since we did our last podcast. So I've compiled a semi-list of Trump bullshit. And I know we don't have a lot of time, so we'll try to just get through this stuff. But All right. If you want to stop and comment about something, certainly uh, interrupt me because I'm going to try to just get through all the bullshit in the last 21 days well, just let's from not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet that's right just from president grabbing by the pussy Donald Trump yeah uh let's see 21 days ago Trump threatens New York Times and others for reporting on leaks uh real Donald Trump tweets thank you for all the nice statements on the press conference yesterday. Rush Limbaugh said one of the greatest ever. Fake media, not happy. That is one big pile of Do you know what he's referring to there, John? Yeah, what? Right after we finished our last podcast, like two or three days later, yeah. he gave a press conference for an hour. He's talking about TTN? Where he didn't insult anybody. He put uh, words, coherent words together in form sentences. sentences. And the the conservative talk radio said it was the greatest presidential yeah, right, speech right. ever and even uh, uh liberal media whatever that is was was praising trump for finally calming the fuck down and having some sort of resemblance to being a president cuz he set the bar so fucking low that just by being able to talk for an hour is kind of a semi-professional tone. Yeah, they were heaping praise on him, especially Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh's tongue was so far up Donald Trump's fucking ass. <laughs> Did you listen to any of that? No. Oh, it was excruciating. Uh, Trump's three trips to Mar-a-Lago cost ten million, and our taxes are paying for it, John. How about that? Oh, so the no. guy goes to his, his place in Florida every week. Not only that, his wife doesn't live at the White House. She lives in New York. So the the budget, just for security for her and for his travel, within one year is going to exceed Obama's budget for eight years. And he's a fiscal conservative, yeah. John. 
He's a piece of shit. Uh, let's see. Yeah, oh, here's some more about that. Uh, his family trips cost taxpayers $11.3 million in one month. Almost as much as Obama cost in a year. Uh, oh, Trump cited a non-existent incident in Sweden during his rally. Yeah. Oops. Um, and then a real incident occurred shortly after that. Uh, White House Chief of Staff says take Trump seriously when he calls the press the enemy. Microsoft and its partners are capturing the Who's that man? Is that uh, you, dude? God Come on, man. Computer. <laughs> Just doesn't want to behave. So the press is the enemy, John. Yeah. The press. That's fantastic. Well, did you hear, like, he flipped out um, because he, he gave this speech and he was so excited because everybody was saying all these nice things about him. And then when Sessions came out and said he's got to recuse himself because he lied to... No, he didn't say he lied. Well, he didn't say he lied. Everybody else says everybody he lied. Else everybody else he lied. on the fucking planet who knows what yeah. a lie is <laughs> knows he lied. Yeah. But he didn't lie. But but Trump, because the media picked up on that and stole his thunder after his uh, address to Congress, he went fucking mental. They said nobody has seen him that upset, one source said, adding the feeling was the communications team allowed the Sessions news, which the administration deemed as a non-story, to overtake the narrative. On Thursday, Sessions recused himself from any current or future investigations into the ties between Russia and the Trump campaign over, after it was reported he had met with the Russian ambassador to the U.S., something he had previously failed to disclose. Uh, so Trump said, you know, he told the team that the staff fumbled. Um, and the president was hot and exasperated Thursday night after Sessions' recusal. Maybe he'll have a heart attack. Yeah. When the president returned to the White House Thursday evening from a day trip to Virginia, there were a lot of expletives. Um, the source said that for more than a week, Trump had been Trump had been lamenting that his senior staff just keep getting in their own way. The president <laughs> had a fantastic week advancing his agenda to lift up all Americans and keep the nation safe. His joint session speech will go down in history as one of the best. Who Wait, said that? Sean Spicer, fucking Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny said it. The president is showing increasing flashes of anger over the performance of his senior staff and daily developments about Russia overshadowing his message. Multiple people inside the White House and outside the administration told CNN. Trump voiced his frustration in an inner circle in the Oval Office Friday, and they got like video of Bannon pointing at people, and you know, because the, the curtains are kind of they're see through, they're sheer, so they could see people and Trump like pacing and shit. So they had like a a night camera zoomed in. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> One source familiar with the Friday meeting said Trump was angry at senior staff, including the chief of staff, Rents Priebus, about the state of affairs in the White House this week. The word had spread through the White House that Priebus had been chewed out, but the room, those in the room dispute that. 
Um, one official who was in the Oval Office said that there was an animated discussion about a number of subjects, including uh, during the meeting and forthcoming immigration executive order, health care, and Russia developments. So he was just completely losing his shit. And then he goes on... Uh, it ain't going to get better. He's losing his shit. He jumps on a, his, a plane, flies down to Miralago, where he stays every fucking weekend, and... Um, and he wakes up at 6 a.m. and tweets his bullshit about President Obama. Yeah. I mean, and then on Monday or Tuesday, I'm listening to Morning Joe. And Mika, uh, the chick that's on that show, she just says, "It's I'm done. I'm so done with this. It's finally, it's finally come to a head. Um, he's, uh, he's a... F- fake president this this whole presidency is is a fake really yeah well the talk radio i was listening to 560 i don't know who the fucking guy was but he was saying here's what trump tweeted trump tweeted that uh obama wiretapped him uh and it's it's sick and it's wrong here's what he really meant he really meant that we need to go after the people that are leaking this information and i'm like wait a minute what how the fuck do you make that leap that from this is this tweet he made means this yeah. other thing yeah uh and so i don't know last time we talked uh i i challenged you to listen to conservative talk radio yeah and i was i was listening to fox i try but, um i try i really fox try news and pretty much everybody was not really on his side Here's what Mika said on... Um, Everybody that I listened to on AM radio was was trying to... Uh, they pivoted or they said, well, that's not what he meant. Here's what he really meant. And let's talk about this <laughs> for the next two hours. Yeah, Not about the ramifications of him. Them, you asked them, like, okay, he's the president. So first of all, when he said, when he tweeted that out, he just declassified information. But the president if, can do that. If it is classified, he just... De- I know he can. He just declassified it. So, because he declassified it, he can give permission to the FBI and and the uh, Justice Department to confirm it. Right. He can ask them. He can walk over there and go, hey, I just declassified this, so now Tell I want me. you to back me up. Yeah. Nothing. Crickets. Nothing. The other thing about Jeff Sessions and all that... Their defense is, well, then we need to investigate Schumer because Schumer is having donuts with uh, Putin here in this picture. 14 years ago. 14 years ago. In public. Right. At a scheduled event. So if that's the case and if it's, if it's, you know, if it's okay for everybody to meet with the Russians, then why not just say you met with the Russians? Right. Who's going to give a shit? But every time. They lie about meeting Here's with the what Russians. I want to know. Why cannot we not see your tax returns? Why? Because they're under audit, John. That's why. Oh, yeah. Sure they are. When the IRS is finished with their audit, Here, listen, I will make them listen available. Listen what Mika says on me. Uh, on uh, Morning Joe. Minute left. I want to get final thoughts from everybody. Joe, I will start with you. Final thoughts this morning. Well, I, I mean, I think you said it best when you said we're all scared. Uh, obviously, um, this is, I think we reached a new low this weekend. 
Yeah. What about you? Uh, I had hope uh, and an open mind, and I have lost hope completely, and my mind is closed. This presidency is fake and failed. Mark Halperin, your be, thoughts? It's going to be fascinating to see what Director, really director Comey and Justice Department. Yeah. Yeah. Fake and failed. So she was holding out. Yeah. We knew it when he was elected that it was it was a disaster. We didn't know how the depth of disaster that it was, though. And we're finding out really quickly. And if people can't figure that fucking out, if they still think he's he's presidential, then there's something wrong with you. There's, oh, there's something really, really fucking like wrong with you. Every day I send him a meme or a headline, and he still backs this guy all the way. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have said that, but, you know... Hillary would have been worse. Oh, get over the Hillary thing. Uh, yeah. Why are we even going down Yeah, that why path? is she even in the conversation? Yeah, she's not even... She's gone. All right. That was... We only got through three days since our last podcast of yeah. Trump's shit. I got... I got... Uh, how many more? Is 27... I'm sorry. 21 minus 3 is 18? No. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. 18 more days of to go through. Are you ready? Yeah. Trump White House has now made up three different terrorist attacks to sell their Muslim ban and to stoke fear. One, Bowling Green. Two, Atlanta. Three, Sweden. None of these attacks happened. In 2016, Trump criticized Obama for campaigning instead of creating jobs. Guess what Trump was doing this week? Yeah, campaigning. Yeah, campaigning. Uh, Everybody's a fucking sucker. Trump supporters see a successful president. And are frustrated with critics who don't. Blah 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 blah. That's the real issue, right there, right yep. there. How can they not see this? And how do they think that we're the crazy ones? Um. Let's see. Uh, some guy on Twitter said, "Nothing says fine-tuned machine like ninety-five percent of positions not even having a nominee." A month into the presidency, there are 696 executive branch positions requiring Senate confirmation. For 660 true, too true, Trump has not even nominated anyone yet. Uh, Donald Trump said 17 false things at a press conference where he called the media dishonest. <laughs> Hold on, let me page. I got to go to the next page. Page, John. Next page. All right, here we go. Picking up where we left off. Uh, Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh says, Trump is at a disadvantage being white. Obama's blackness got him everything he wanted. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Got him everything he wanted, like every fucking protest, burning him in effigy, hanging him in effigy. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, this is from the book, The Art of the Deal, John. The Art of oh. the Deal. If there's one thing I've learned from dealing with politicians over the years, it's that only one thing guaranteed to force them into action is the press. Or more specifically, <laughs> fear of the press. Well, that's interesting. Interesting, isn't it? 
Even the W came out on his ass. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm making What's my really way there. Our company totally hates George Bush. And I'm like, yeah, but here we are taking his money on the back end. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, something uh, from Marty. I don't know where that came from. Trump doesn't read part three. I've never read a biography, but I've always wanted to. Um, there's this whole thing that people, there's a bunch of people that think that Trump can't even read. So they're just providing evidence. Um, let's see. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what? Trump administration had a secret plan to lift Russian sanctions and cede Ukraine to, uh, uh, territory to Moscow. I think we all know that now, right? Yeah. It's just taking a while to get out. Um, Florida man kicks off 2012 presidential bid with fake news about Sweden terror attack. I don't know if what that means. If you were smart. Hold on. I'm getting lost in my list because yeah. there's so much bullshit. Uh, former Swedish PM. This is after Trump said that there was a terror attack yeah. in Sweden. Uh, noted that there were more murders in Florida where Trump spoke on his uh, uh, campaign after he won the election than in Sweden in the entire year. Um, let's see. Let's see. In other words... Spe- speaking of that, the hate crimes have gone up. Since he's been elected, gee, I wonder why, John. Why would you think that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Trump's lawyer has told four different stories about the Russian-Ukraine peace deal. Um, Trump says Mar-a-Lago makes him accessible to regular Americans. Membership costs two hundred grand. <laughs> He wants to eliminate the uh, funding to the arts program. It's going to save 0.0625% of the budget. Uh, Trump says he talks to Alec Jones on the phone all the time. Oh, my God. Trump again claims his team had no contact with Russia during campaign. uh, During campaign. Again, so that's a lie. I mean, the, the evidence is in. Uh, uh, Trump tweeted, the so-called angry crowds in home districts of some Republicans are actually, in numerous cases, planned out by liberal <laughs> activists. Sad. He's fucking crazy. He is fucking crazy. Sad, John. It's sad. 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 That's my favorite when he says that. Sad. All right. So we made it to 14 days ago. So we got through one week. There we go with that sound again. One week, John. Let's see. Uh, Trump killed California's high-speed electric whale- railway project. Trump will destroy a 60-year-old law that divides church and state in America. That's fantastic. Uh, rather than investigate ethics in the White House, Representative Jason Chavetz is probing oh, that guy's such a, a National Park's Twitter account. 
That guy needs his face bashing in. Trump has a problem. Americans increasingly think he's incompetent. No shit. Um, Trump administration withdraws protections for transgender students. So on one hand, they say, hey, leave it up to the states. But on the other hand, with weed, now they want to crack down federally on the weed so they can get all us weed smokers in private uh, prisons. Fantastic. Uh, let's see. The travel press is reporting the Trump slump, a devastating drop in tourism to the United States. Nobody wants to fucking come here anymore. Why would you want to fucking come here? (laughs) Uh, Republicans vote to give police powers to arrest people planning peaceful protests. Have you ever heard Alex Jones talk? I've heard him talk. He's a lunatic. He is, isn't he? And he has Trump's cell phone number. They talk all the time. In that they are interdimensionally sucking the essence of our youth. We're on this planet, and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it all. There's at least 12 dimensions. And now that's one of the top scientists. Can you stop it there? (laughs) Can you stop it there? Yeah, Yeah, 12 dimensions comes from string theory, which Planck and Einstein had fucking nothing Nothing. to do with. Nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. This guy makes shit up. Hologram. It is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected and gravity's bleeding in to this universe. Your reputation's amazing. I will not let you down. You will be very, very uh, impressed, I hope. That, that was Trump on Alex Jones. And what was Alex Jones saying about gravity and dimensions and... What There's was his some point? sort of interdimensional vampires. Vampires? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And what do they do? I don't know. They're just... Why are they here? Just... You know what it's like to go to sleep every night knowing you work for a bunch of psychotic killers and you bastards are probably going to end up killing me one day? You know what it's like knowing you've ruined my life? You know what it's like? You Who's that? That's him. I'm your crap. You commit evil, you're part of an evil system, and we're standing up against you. And the Republic is going to defeat you in the end. Some of us won't make it personally through this, but a lot of us are. And in the end, you are going to be brought to justice for all the kids you kidnapped for CPS, all you CPS workers, all you corrupt bureaucrats, all of you that have had your way with innocent children over and over again who think your evil's invincible. You're not invincible, and God is going to deal with you. And you are cursed to hell. There are a million ways. Holy shit. You curse the hell, Scott. All right, let me continue. Come together. Ah! Ah! (laughs) We know we're under attack. We know it. We're breaking the conditioning. Ah! Ah! We're coming for you, globalist. Ah! Coming for you. Coming for you. We know what you're doing. What are we doing? Ah, I'm sorry. Just get accept- fired up when I think about what they're doing to I us and how long to resist them and how easy they are to defeat. This guy gets paid? Yeah. Oh, we should do this. We can do this better than him. And we'd Excuse be more me. accurate. 
Excuse me. I think my testosterone's going up. It's my testosterone's going up. Again. Uh, uh, swam two miles this morning pretty hard. And, uh, I swam two miles. I ate a big steak last night. It's full of hormones, testosterone on its own right. And I gave a big so shit. I'm going a little bit wild today. Excuse in my me. mouth. You know what it's like to go to sleep every I shit in my mouth, and that's why I talk like this. <laughs> I'm Alex Jones. All right, let's move on, John. I'm a fucking psycho. Sean Spencer. Alex Jones. Hey, yeah. Alex Jones sings metal. How about this? Are you kidding? You're kidding, right? Not kidding. Well, so does Lady Gaga. Yeah. Actually, pretty good. And they just took sound bites off of his videos. I know. It's good though. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Here's another one. He's a really good death metal vocalist. You should see the video of a Awesome. All right, let us continue. I mean, right. we're only at, at 14. You don't want to hear him crying? We still have two more Wait, weeks let's, let's, uh, Two more weeks of lists to go look through. It, look at it. Let, let's hear him crying. Look at it. Listen. Listen. To feel what the children are feeling. God, oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? He's just got to know. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we gotta we gotta get good people to stand up against these people. Uh, what people? Uh, uh, <laughs> the terrorists. Uh, the terrorists, man. Uh, the terrorists. All right, come on. That's Where are the men in this right? world? What the hell have we become? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them. And we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. <laughs> God, oh, buddy. You know, I think <laughs> when Phil's in, we should ask him to interview Alex Jones. I yeah. think that would be fantastic. <laughs> if I'm in a cafeteria, because I like going to blue-collar places like Luby's, and I see old ladies in there that can are scrimping and can't buy food, I don't like to make a big deal of it, but I go up to the front and pay for their food, and then I start crying because 10 years ago, people were able to buy themselves food. <laughs> 
so evil. Why can't America wake up and beat him? Well, that's not very Donald Republican. Trump's not perfect, but he doesn't want to hurt you and your family. Hillary and Obama want to make you poor and pathetic. We have all their white papers. They hate you. They hate <laughs> prosperity. They hate God. They hate children. And goddamn them to hell. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find the lever to beat these people and they're they're going to be beaten excuse me i just get so emotional look at her shark face have a look at her with that demon face that's a freaking demon that guy's we're certifiable president John. linda blair people and i'm not gonna go along with it <laughs> people listen to this guy <laughs> excuse me they listen to him but they, but they don't laugh john no, they don't laugh they think like it's us. real <laughs> Listen! Look at it! Oh my God! Mexico has a fence on his border. What is wrong with you? And if they kick you away from your country, so they arrest you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Get out of the cell phones and all the money and jobs. Let's put this in context. There's so little food, we only 400 pounds. He's on the fringe of conservative talk radio. Yeah, yeah. Would you agree? He's I mean, he's completely, like the, he's completely insane. Insane. But he does have an audience, and or, he makes a he lot might of money. Just be like really good at acting, and knows this is fucking. Yeah, but how could you do that? Well, you remember we used to listen to Glenn Beck used to do all this shit. Yeah, and cry and cry and, and pour like gasoline on himself, and it wasn't gasoline; it was like water. He, he was a fucking lunatic. But Same again, as Alex Jones. I think that everybody thinks the way I do, and and again, this is is shocking to me that, and it makes sense now. People don't think the way I do. Like I would, I I couldn't do that for a living, knowing that I was God. like a performance so artist. You know, why can't America wake up and beat him? Donald Trump's not perfect, but he doesn't want to hurt you and your family. Hillary and Obama want to make you poor and pathetic. We have all their white papers. They hate you. They. All right. Enough of him. All I'm right. tired of him. I'm tired of him. And we got a list. We got tired a whole list to get listen through. about your nuts, Scott. Sean Spicer just uh, said that Sean. Trump administration... This is 14 days ago. Everybody's a fucking sucker. That's basically what he said. Yeah. Uh, the Trump administration is against recreational marijuana legislation, compares it to an opioid epidemic. So he obviously doesn't know what the fuck he's talking no. about. Um... Bannon, Bannon, the real president, Bannon admits... In. Trump's cabinet nominees were selected to destroy their agencies. Well, you certainly pick the dumbass motherfuckers that are going to do that. Um, CNN and other news organizations were blocked Friday from a White House press briefing. So Trump's already starting to, to kick out journalists from his press briefings. And he only wants Breitbart and, and Alex Jones and these other whack jobs to report on his press briefings. Uh, Bloomberg cancels White House Correspondents' Dinner Party. Um, the really? Vice President. Vice President's in the news. Did you hear about this, John? No. The Vice President tweeted, Watch live my remarks to Republican Jewish Coalition. Under at POTUS Trump, we will stand with Israel. And then he put a little uh, flag 
But it's not the flag of Israel. It's the flag of Nicaragua. <laughs> I mean, everybody, everybody is so fucking incompetent. I know. Did you see um, the one where he went to talk at the NRA with, uh, it was some sort of, I forget what it was, but uh, Bannon was there. That's where he said, basically said he's going to tear down the the, right. the administration. With Rance Priebus? Yeah. They were, they were talking and, 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 and pe- giggling. And people were waving Russian flags that said Trump on them. Right. Because they were red, white, and blue, and they thought they were... And, and the staff had to run around and collect them because some some liberal trolls <laughs> handed them out. And people were like, oh, yay! Because <laughs> they're so stupid. Dummies! Uh, Trump it scares me how many there are. There's a lot. Trump's plan to deport illegal immigrants could cost half a trillion dollars. Great. Uh, Japanese interpreter translating Trump word for word makes us sound stupid. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, a president who hasn't passed financial legislation yet claims a $12 billion debt improvement on his own. So he didn't do anything legislatively, but no. he took credit for $12 billion of debt improvement, whatever that means. Uh... All right, now we are, we're getting closer, John. Getting closer. We are only 12 days out. And then at some point I got exhausted saving all these things. And I'm like, I'm, this is too exhausting. Can we, can we listen to Trump for a minute? Yes. I guess one of the reasons I'm here today is to tell you the whole Russian thing, that's a ruse. That's a ruse. And by the way, it would be great if we could get along with Russia. Just so you understand that. Now, tomorrow you'll say Donald Trump wants to get along with Russia. This is terrible. It's not terrible. It's good. We had Hillary Clinton try and do a reset. We had Hillary Clinton give Russia 20% of the uranium in our country. You know what uranium is, right? The thing called <laughs> nuclear weapons and other things, like lots of things are done with uranium, including some bad things. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> this actually makes can you pause it? Yeah. This actually makes uh, him more likable. It makes more sense drunk, when he sounds drunk. Drunk Trump. So he's he says stuff that drunks would say, but he says it at normal speed. But when you slow it down, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it makes perfect it, and it makes him more hey. likable. This is what I'm saying to you. And bad things, you know, what uranium. Let is? him continue with the uranium. Did you? Did you already get oh. rid of that? Oh, here we go. Yeah, let me. It's like lots of things are done with uranium, including some bad things. 
Nobody talks about that. <laughs> I didn't do anything for Russia. I've done nothing for Russia. Hillary Clinton gave him 20% of our uranium. Hillary Clinton did a reset, remember, with the stupid plastic button that made us all look like a bunch of jerks here. Take Everybody's a... Oh! <laughs> Everybody's a fucking sucker. Oh, Jesus Christ. With that cheap plastic button. Hillary Clinton, there was a reset. Remember it said reset? <laughs> now, if I do that, oh, I'm a bad guy. If we could get along with Russia, that's a positive thing. We have a very talented man, Rex Tillerson, who's going to be meeting with them shortly. Shortly. And I told them. I said, I know politically it's probably not good for me. Hey, the greatest thing I could do is shoot that ship that's 30 miles offshore right out of the water. <laughs> Everyone in this country is going to say, oh, If they just so play my TV like this. That's not great. That's not great. I would love to who be would able say to that's great? What is who was one now, person that would say that was great? A lot of presidents that haven't taken. They did that something tag. on this video to make his Look hands really tiny too. It's weird. Look where we are now. So, if I can now, I can listen I love to this all to day. Negotiate things. <laughs> do it really well and all that stuff but but it's possible i won't be able to get along with putin maybe it is but i want to just tell you the false reporting by the media by you people the false <laughs> horrible <laughs> fake reporting <laughs> makes it much harder to make a deal with Russia. With Russia. And probably Putin said, you know, he's sitting behind his desk and he's saying, you know, I see what's going on in the United States. They follow it closely. It's going to be impossible for President Trump to ever get along with Russia because of all the pressure he's got with this fake story, okay? Yeah, Putin has pressure and from a fake a story. That, that makes because me quiver, doesn't it? If we yeah. could get along with Russia, and by the way, China and Japan and everyone, China. if we could get along, <laughs> it would China. be a positive thing. Not a negative thing. Not Enough a of that. negative thing. We got to do that every week, though. Yeah, That's fantastic. Donald yeah. Trump. Uh, all right, continuing on. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, U.S. considers quitting U.N. Human, uh, Human Rights Council. How about that? Um, 
Trump says he saved $1 billion on Air Force One jets. The Air Force doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just when you thought you couldn't dislike him even more, President Trump eats his steaks well done and always with ketchup. Oh. And I talked about that earlier. Spicer looked at his staff's phones trying to find leakers when told his staff not to leak, that he was looking at staff phones. Did you get that? <laughs> so no. he's going around grabbing people's phones trying and to find the leaker the and then yelling them at them at the same time yeah. saying, don't leak this, that I'm looking at your phones trying to find the leaker. Genius. Uh... Oh, not only that, the 30, uh, or I'm sorry, the well-done steaks, they're 30-day yeah. dry-aged New York strips. Oh, how could you ruin that good of a steak? And then he asked the chef to cook it well done. Oh, the chef has got to want to kill him. And if that's not enough, he eats it like with ketchup, like a five-year-old. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, anonymous sources say Navy Secretary nominee will withdraw. Spicer on record says he won't. Nominee withdraws. Anonymous is true. Spicer is fake news. Um, uh, lawmaker, I got confirmation my Russia-Ukraine plan was delivered to the White House, despite what Trump lawyer says, that it wasn't delivered. Uh, turns out Trump and every Republican lied for years about Obamacare replacement plan. So for seven years, they've been crying about this thing. And they've been saying that they have something better. But it was obvious in the last week that they have no idea what they're doing. And they put something together like at the last minute. Um... Trump's proposed pot crackdown is to is out of step with voters, including many Republicans. How about that? <laughs> Trump says we have to start winning wars again. <laughs> Why? How about we just don't have that, any wars? Yeah, How about it. that? Isn't that good? Um. By the way, that steak, yeah, fifty four dollars. Fifty four dollars. Yeah, well done with ketchup. Well done with ketchup. George W. Bush to W. On Trump and Russia, we all need answers. Trump, nobody knew healthcare would be so complicated. Uh, 229 House Republicans just voted to keep Trump's tax returns a secret. Feds threatening to shut down marijuana festival in Las Vegas. If federal officials were to intervene, it would be one of the first indicators that the White House is indeed going to crack down on marijuana crimes in states with where recreational marijuana is legal. So, marijuana, that's up to us. Those transgenders, that's up to the states. <laughs> um, oh, uh, during his campaign, Trump pledged to leave marijuana legislation up to the states. So was that a lie, or did he change his mind? We don't know. Uh, Trump returns to Mar-a-Lago this weekend, so four of six post-inaugural weekends spent there, privately profiting off of $3 million taxpayer-funded travel. 
Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. I think we're only a, we have a week to go, John. Only a week to go. And this is when I I got overwhelmed and I stopped saving these things. <laughs> Maybe uh, they'll come out with a calendar, like my my Bush calendar that's still hanging up from two thousand nine. That would be fantastic. Uh, here's another Trump uh, story about his pledge to start winning wars again is ignorant and delusional and highly dangerous. His detour into war nostalgia suggests a profound ignorance of history and no understanding of the world. Well, that makes perfect sense to me. Because he doesn't have either. Right. Um... Trump won't accept responsibility for deadly SEAL raid he approved over dinner and blames Obama. Yeah. Pretty soon he won't have Obama to blame. Well, can he blame him for four four years? If he's in for seven years, he's still going to be blaming Obama. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Trump says, buy American during Congress address while Ivanka wears a $2,000 French designer dress. Um, oh, the Dakota Pipeline um, protesters are being investigated by the FBI. Uh, Trump uh, said, yeah, go ahead with the Dakota Access Pipeline. It's going to be made with American steel. Oh, you know what? Uh, forget that. It's not going to be made with American steel. Um. Oh, Trump slashed Great Lakes funding by ninety-five percent in early budget plan. Fantastic. GOP Representative Chevitz says people can pay for <laughs> health care by not buying new iPhones. Um. <laughs> That's right. I remember reading that. <laughs> What an asshole. EPA Chief Scott Pruitt says carbon dioxide is not a primary contributor to global warming. Oh, yeah. What an idiot. And last, the last one I had, because I stopped saving these things, I got overwhelmed. So the last week is kind of, Trump fucked up way more than that, but I didn't in, include all the, the shit. Here's the last thing, and it's about Obamacare. The replacement. In a nutshell. Are you ready, John? I'm ready. 15 to 20 million fewer Americans will be covered. Higher deductibles for low-income and older Americans. Average cost increase of $1,500 per year per person over the current uh, ACA. Higher co-pays for worse coverage. Ends Medicaid expansion for the poor. Defunds Planned Parenthood. Medicare losses four years of solvency. I'm sorry. Loses. Medicare loses four years of solvency. Oh, but John, it gives the rich a $600 billion yeah, tax. I saw cut. that. Yeah. Isn't that fantastic? That's great. They slipped that into there. Is that really the fastest you can play, you worthless, hymie fuck? <laughs> so it's just a fucking disaster every goddamn day. <clears throat> I think he's talking about Trump here. Why would you give it to Neiman? Right? You give a calculator to a fucking retard, he's going to try to turn on a TV with it. Get your sticks and get your ass on stage. (laughs) Ah, that was such a great movie. So good, John. Hey, speaking of movies, John. Yeah. See any movies? I did. I saw some movies. What'd you see? 
I saw the Batman Lego movie. Batman Lego. Oh, you mentioned that to me. Yeah. yeah. You said uh, you need to see it again. Um, with, uh, how do I phrase this? You need to say it again. Say it again? See it again. What is the phrase I'm looking for, John? Medicated. Medicated. Yeah. Yeah. But you liked it. It's it's good. Well, I did fall asleep in part of it because um, I was really tired. Do you but... ever not fall asleep in a movie? Every Shut time we up. talk about movies. Uh, no. Yo, well, I think I like this one, but I fell asleep in it. <laughs> I mean, that's like a reoccurring thing now. What's going on with you and falling asleep at movies? Hey, man. Hey, man. Look, listen. I was exhausted. I understand that. I get exhausted. Um, I was exhausted yesterday when, or no, was it Tuesday? So listen up. Hold on. So you were at band practice and yeah. Steve and I were at the casino. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, I, I finished. Are you guys still there? And I was, but I'm like, shit, I'm exhausted. I got to go. Done. Yeah, so I left. Yeah, I was uh, literally down 90 and on Cumberland in like 10 minutes. How about that? I was hauling. That was from like Foster and where the fuck was I? <laughs> he lives on Berwyn Avenue, so. Berwyn. Yeah. Um, Foster and Lovejoy or something like that. It's not important. No. All right, so Batman Lego. So, yeah, Batman Lego movie. You recommend it? <clears throat> yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. What yeah. else did you see? So, but you want to hear a little bit about the plot? Not really. Okay, well, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Will Arnett reprises his role as the Batman in the movie like he did in the Lego movie. Um. And uh, the Joker is upset that he doesn't consider him more of a threat. Um, so the Joker wants to, he, he's seeking ultimate revenge on Batman because he doesn't think he's, he's he, taking him seriously yeah, enough as a him bad guy. Enough. He's always, you know, he would thwart any evil thwart. doing he, you know, any evil that uh, the Joker would do, but he would never catch him and put him away forever. So he's like, fuck, he doesn't like me enough. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't give me enough respect. So uh, the Joker plots to, to you know, fuck him up pretty good. And um, there's uh, Robin is played by M Michael Sierra, which is pretty good. It's so funny because instead of playing the Robin from, you know, like the Batman movies where he's got the Batman nip, you know, the nipples and everything in the in the suit, the dark suit, he plays the Robin from the TV show, you know, with the yellow and the bright silvery, the bright golden cape, you know, and it, it's just there's these jokes in there that are really funny. They're there. I got to see it again because there's so many medicated. There's so many jokes that are um, just off the hooks. Zach Galifianakis plays in it. Rosario Dawson, Ralph Fiennes, and um, it's it's just so good. I mean, the thought process into an animation with Legos 
and it's 3D animation. You know, you would think it was it would be stop motion or something, but I don't think they could pull it off. But it's so it's clever. I mean, they cover all the Batman movies, um, even the Batman TV show. There's a lot of inside jokes in there, stuff that you wouldn't get unless you were old enough. Um, especially going back to the early Batmans, like pop culture yeah. references mm-hmm. or adult old enough. A little both, a, a little of both. Um, and um, <clears throat> it's made like two hundred and sixty million already. Whoa! So I thought I thought it was pretty hilarious. Um. And and Batman has this. There's this thing going on between Batman and uh, Superman, and <clears throat> Superman doesn't really like them. They don't like each other. And while he's trying to, um, you know, we're, we're, he needs to get this gun to shoot uh, Joker out into the, the the nether zone or whatever. And it's hidden in the Fortress of Solitude where Superman lives. And he goes there and he rings the doorbell and <laughs> Superman opens the door. Hey, what's up, Bats? Uh, nothing. What's up, Superman? What are you doing? Oh, nothing. Uh, hey, can I come in? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. And he opens the door and the whole fucking Justice League is there having a party. And, and they didn't invite Batman? <laughs> they didn't invite Batman. You know, and he's like, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah, it's just funny shit like that. Even the Bane character is hilarious. So, uh, I recommend it. Highly recommend it. How many Spine Enormous? Uh, How many do we give? Four? Do we give four? four? Yeah. Uh, I'd give three and a half, man. Three and a half? What was the half? What was the half that you didn't like? Why would you knock it down a half? Why would I knock it down a half? Because you fell asleep? No, um... Well, that that's the thing. It is really so. We sat pretty close to the screen, and it's it's really overstimulating. It's overwhelming. It, it really works on the brain because at first it's animated. It's an animated thing. It's a cartoon, but the colors and the and the pace is so fast. Except there is this one part where um, he he. Um, he microwaves himself a lobster. <laughs> so fucking funny. For me, it was hilarious. That's like the slowest part in the whole movie. For like 30 seconds, This you'll have to see this scene. It's pretty funny. But the rest of the movie is just like blasting away at your synapses. And it was exhausting, man. It's like watching, almost like watching shaky camera fighting. Ugh. Like you don't like fucking hate that but um but it was more better more better than that kind of shaky stuff all right john let me ask you this how many more movies do you have i got one more one more yeah okay you want to go ahead or should i, I, I go boy, and then you I go boy, i'll go i i boy from netflix um the movie is one of their netflix originals i thought it was fucking great uh it was really hard for me to understand because everybody, it, it was shot in the United Kingdom and it's in like a really bad neighborhood and everyone has this like Cockney accent and the chick from, uh, is it Gail Muttrux or whatever? Is that her? 
I have no idea, dude. No, that's not her. Not her. She's a producer. Who's the fucking starring? Muck Trucks. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it. The girl, Maisie Williams. Sorry. I should have known her name. She's from from Game of Thrones. But anyways, uh, this kid, this iBoy kid, his name is um, Danny. No, his name's not Danny. What is his name? Tom. His his friend's name Danny. So, anyways, Tom uh, likes this girl and he wants to hang out with her and he's going to go over to her house and they live in like the same apartment complex. Well, he goes over there and as he walks in, this gang is raping her and uh, beat up her brother or something and he takes off running. And they shoot him in the head. And the bullet like goes in the kind of back of his skull and and breaks apart, but it doesn't kill him. So he's in the hospital and they fix him up and he's got this huge scar on the side of his head. And he finds out that he has developed this ability to um manipulate technology. At first he's just he can hear sounds, he can he can see technology. He could see like the the ones and zeros floating around, and then he realizes that he can actually manipulate technology, and he becomes kind of a superhero. And uh, he's going to get uh, revenge on all these guys that uh, attacked his this chick that he's he's digging. Um. And the gang is uh, a bunch of, you know, local hoodlums that are paid by a drug dealer that's paid by a a big shot drug dealer. And it turns out that uh, this kid, um, Tom, lives with his grandmother because his mom was a junkie and she died. Um, So um, I recommend it. I mean, I really dig it. I mean... um, for like like a superhero science fiction low budget 90 minute movie set in a place that we're not familiar with um with their accents and everything i thought it was really cool the story was cool um and even the special effects i mean they weren't over the top or anything they totally served the story so I highly recommend it. I give that a three and a half. Three and a half as well. Yeah. Uh, have you ever watched the Black Mirror stuff? I recommend I, it to you. I Black watched Mirror? one, the first one. The first one? Yeah. And then what did you think of that? I thought it was good. There's a couple other good ones in there. The one I recommend... I, just, I haven't had time to watch it. Is with... Uh, I haven't uh, had time for this. Ron Howard's daughter is in one. That's pretty good. Um, all right, John. I saw... Four movies that I can remember. Four, John. Four. Let me start with the oldest first. Uh, the Accountant with Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Have I saw that. that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I thought it was good, what. too. Uh, so it's about this guy. has got, like, Asperger's, and he, uh, they flash back to his childhood, and he has a brother, and his family breaks up over it. Um, and he goes on to kind of figure out how to deal with his his uh disability or disabilities. ability 
and, and exploit his abilities. Uh, he's this super genius accountant. Um, and I like the way the story unfolded. And what I really liked was um, Ben Affleck is uh, Affleck. Ben Affleck to me is is kind of stiff as an actor. Yeah, and that's what this character was. He's yeah. kind of stiff. He's kind of socially awkward and. Uh, he did it well. I thought. I thought he really pulled off that. Well, yeah, because he just has to be himself. I mean, that's part of. But he, he was a little bit more than just being himself in it, which made it his awkwardness really came off well in the in. Yes, on I agree. Um, so I, I really like the way the story unfolded. Uh, but Anna Kendrick, Anna Kendrick, right, John? Yeah, she looked. Horrible. It looked like she hadn't eaten in four weeks. Yeah, she, she was really thin. And what the ugh. fuck happened to her? I mean, what what's going on with her? Yeah, I, the whole time I was thinking I was trying to get into the movie, and you try to 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 have some sort of connection with the characters, but I could never get over how awful she looked. She was way too thin. Um. And I'm and I kept thinking, what what's going on with her? Why is she so thin? Yeah. Uh, so I because of that, I'll only give it three and a half, John. Other only. than that, I would have given it four. But and <clears throat> is that my problem or is that Anna Kendrick's problem? Yeah. Is it mine? It's not yours, man. It's not my problem. No. But it is my problem. Yeah, like if are. I didn't know who she was, you're a dick. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, who's this? Uh, yeah, she's to too thin, nice. but. But I've seen Andrew Kendrick and other things like um, the one with George Clooney. With the that was the first time I saw her. Yeah, uh, that was a great movie. And then uh, the weren't one, the fight scenes good though? Yeah, the fight scenes I yeah, thought were really good. good. Yeah, none of this fast fast action edit clip bullshit. Yeah, there was actually some thought put into the yeah. fight scenes. Uh, so three and a half, I recommend the accountant, John, and I believe yeah. that you do as well. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect the ending at all. Oh, I did. Did you? Yeah. Huh. I kept talking about, well, where's his brother? Come on. Where's his brother? Well, no, I, ex- I kind of expected that, but I didn't expect the ending ending. The ending ending. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about it offline. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to. I'm talking about the, the mission the person who gave him the missions. Person who gave him the missions. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember the house he visits in the beginning? They're gonna take care uh, of him, and yeah, he meets the girl. The girl, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right on. All right. All right. The other movie I saw, John, John Wick Two, on your oh, recommendation. I saw that too, yeah. yeah? Uh, last podcast, you were talking highly of this, so I went and saw it, and. Um, I thought it was uh, very good, and the fight scenes and the uh, what's really great about Keanu is he, he's a great physical actor. He really pulls it off. Oh, he did he, it. He's got his his fighting down, man. Yeah. Like it's convincing. He did it in the Matrix. He does it in yeah. these John Wick movies. Uh, and well, it's, the Matrix is good too, but that was still more the like Chinese kung fu kind of fighting, like. You know they're floating in the air and shit. This this was like real fighting. Like it wasn't it wasn't just um, 
you know how the old Chinese Kung Fu movies are just a little over the top and they're more artistic than they are right. really fighting. This was like really fighting. Like, And they, there's some, well, not some, there was a lot of quality yeah, kills. Yeah. And we both oh, really appreciate lot. quality I mean, kills. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, so yeah, I got to see it again because the like I said, the fighting was so fucking good, like so realistic and professional. Well, here's know? why: because it was long shots. It wasn't these yeah. quick edits. It wasn't you could tell what was going on. Uh, you never got lost in who was hitting who yeah. or who was shooting who, and and there's so. You could either film this proactively and you could choreograph all this stuff, which is, I would imagine, is takes a really long time and takes a lot of practice. Or, like Jason Bourne, you could just run around with a camera and shove it in people's faces and have them hit each other and then <laughs> proactively do it in the editing room. Yeah. And so what's what I really appreciate about the John Wick movies is you can you can see the time and effort they put into the choreograph of these fight scenes, the filming yeah. of these fight scenes. And like the weight he puts into like stepping into a punch or snapping an arm. Like you could see he's really putting his fucking weight into it. Like you, that's some, that's some really good acting right there. It's good acting. It's good filmmaking. It's uh, it's coherent. I can tell what's going on. I can see who's hitting who. And it's a perfect movie for him because he doesn't have to say a whole right. lot. <laughs> right. So right after that movie, I went home and uh, bought the John Wick on the Amazon yeah. there. And I had to watch that one. And that one is really good, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. That car is so kick-ass, isn't it? Yeah. That fucking Mustang. Yeah. Fucking killer. So highly recommend John yeah. Wick. I would give that four stars. Four Spiny Norman. Yeah. How about that? Wow. John? Generous. All right. The other one I saw was Heartbreak Ridge, John. I haven't seen that. I recommend this one as well, John. Heartbreak Ridge. Mel Gibson. He's like this idiot savant. He's like, uh, you got Braveheart. You got him in, in these movies when he was an actor, like the Leaf. Lethal Weapon movies, the yeah. Mad Max movies. Then he be, gets behind the camera. He starts directing Braveheart, which is a fucking fantastic movie. And now this one is a really, really good movie. What's it called? Heartbreak. Heart, not Heartbreak Ridge. What is it called? It's called Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Heartbreak Ridge. That's the one with say, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Uh, so this is based on a true story of Okinawa. Okinawa. Um now, my grandfather was on a battleship outside Okinawa. That's what he did in the Navy in World War II. And uh, there are some scenes where the battleship, they call on the battleship to kind of soften the... Their... But, he's, but he's a pacifist. He won't Right, he's a pacifist. Fight. So that's the story. Um, it kind of starts in battle, and then they they back up, and they tell his story growing up as a kid in... The family what he, that he was in. Oh, and there's a Matrix connection. Uh, the guy who played Mr. Smith is his father. And he does a fucking fantastic job. Uh, but it's it, two kids, two brothers. They grow up on a fucking farm. Uh, and uh, they get they get caught up in, in World War II and they sign up. And because of his religious beliefs, um, this guy, uh, Desmond T. Doss, doesn't want to 
carry a gun. I'm not going to carry a yeah. gun. I'm not going to. And it causes all sorts of problems yeah. in basic training. And he almost gets thrown in fucking jail. Uh, but he he manages to get through basic and he ends up in Okinawa and he saved, I don't know, more than 130 lives in two days. And the shit that he did is, in uh, the whole Mel Gibson, I think, first of all, I couldn't believe it took so long to tell this story because it's a fucking great story. Uh, but I think the reason Mel Gibson was attracted to it is because it's very religious. Yeah. Like everything this guy does is driven by his belief in God and family. And I remember on the podcast when we were talking about religion one time, this is, who knows, 100 episodes ago, I was trying to figure out, to give me one good reason why religion or, or an, a good outcome of religion and this is certainly an example of yeah, that. Yeah, if somebody told you this story, you'd have to be like, I don't believe it. Well, even as an atheist, I, I don't, I don't, um, I certainly don't believe what this DOS guy believed and what inspired him to do what he did. But I certainly appreciate that, right? So yeah. I don't see eye to eye with with what he he based his beliefs on. But because of those beliefs. So the question is, if he were an atheist, would he have done the same thing? I don't think so. I think, uh, and the way they present the story is because of his beliefs. His beliefs is what drove him, first of all, to not carry a gun. And he got a ton of shit for that. But he never, you know, he said, look, I'm not going to do it. And he got through that. And then the shit that he did on Okinawa um, was only, the only thing that could have driven anybody to do that was to have this belief in a God and that he was doing God's work. Um, so that was interesting. But it was a great movie, really well done. The one thing about this this kid who's in it, Andrew Garfield, I think he was Spider-Man. Yeah. The guy has the longest neck I've ever seen <laughs> on anybody. So that was kind of distracting. Easy to carry people with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Vince Vaughn's in this movie, too. And he tries to do, uh, you remember the movie, um, uh, shit, what's the movie with, uh, we used to play clips all the time, from Lee Ermey, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. He tries to do a Lee Ermey impression, but... Uh, <laughs> he fails. Uh, he doesn't fail, but it's just, you know, he, you can tell he's acting. Yeah. Uh, where with Lee Ermey, it was like, it was the real deal. Do you suck, Nick? <laughs> but i highly recommend i give this four stars john and then you know i was watching the oscars with uh mel gibson and did you see mel gibson at the oscars no i mean this guy used to be one of the most handsome guys uh in hollywood or whatever he looks like a drunk he, he looks like a like a fucking leprechaun a drunk leprechaun who's who's scrunching up like a, a yeah dried up apple or something i mean and he, he's starting to look kind of evil yeah um which is is that the alcohol what is that what what makes people it's look like alcohol that? cigarettes um but and and the and we've all heard all the stories and the recordings and i mean mel gibson is 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 almost allegedly potentially batshit insane as alex jones yeah but the guy can really fucking put a movie together i mean it's really well done it's fantastic well there was a stipulation i read um that there has to be historical accuracy 
Um, if he's doing a movie? Well, no. Doss turned down the guy. Who, oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. He turned down like every request for books and film because they wanted to change a bunch of stuff and then uh, um, portray like sensationality of this of all of it and Doss's only child Desmond Doss Jr. stated the reason he declined is that none of them adhered to his one requirement that is to be accurate and I find it remarkable the level of accuracy in adhering to the principle of the story in this movie uh, the producer stated that the filmmakers took great care in maintaining the integrity of the story as Doss was very religious. Yes, and that certainly comes across. And and as far as the um, the actual war scenes, they're on par with Saving Private Ryan. I mean, they are in your face. You feel like you're there, and it's just yeah. it's just awful. I mean, war is fucking hell. It's awful. Yes, there's some things notable that. They they changed, which was the incident the with the gun Doss took out of his alcoholic father's hands, and the circumstances of his first marriage. The film also omits his omits his prior combat service in the Battle of Guam and Battle of uh, Leyte, and leaves the impression that Doss's actions at Okinawa took place over a period of a few days though his Medal of Honor citation covered his actions over a period of about three weeks. Oh, three weeks. Yeah, the movie, yeah. in the movie, it seems like two or three days, yeah. but it was three weeks. And in the movie, he only has one wife. There's no other wife. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, they, they show the real people, uh, just a couple of interviews, and that's that's really cool. Yeah, I love that when they do that. That's always awesome. All right, John, moving on. One last movie I saw, uh, Logan, John. Logan. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Are you a big X-Men uh, Wolverine fan? Wolverine, not X-Men. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I'm not a, not a big fan of X-Men. I think there was one movie I enjoyed, but uh, Wolverine, for me, really makes yeah. um, the X-Men. You know, like he's... Yeah. He's been in most of them, and, and the one that I saw, I think he was only in for five minutes, but he fucking stole the movie, um, or the one that I that I kind of enjoyed. Uh, so I've seen X Men, or I'm sorry, Wolverine Origins. Yeah, that was okay. That was the, the Liv Schreiber was his yeah. brother. That was yeah. good. Ryan Reynolds was in that. Uh, yeah, early as, on. Yeah, as the uh, um, uh, what's his yeah, face? what is his fucking name? He's got a brand new, he's got a movie coming out. The second <laughs> Dead, one. Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. yeah. And uh, um, then the second, they did a Wolverine movie where he ended up in Japan. I really like that movie. And I think one of the best fight scenes, uh, uh, comic book or whatever, Marvel fight scenes, was that fight scene on the train. That was just fantastic. Yeah. But Hugh Jackman brings this huge Ackman brings this great uh, presence uh, to Wolverine. It. He brings it. And I, I learned, I don't know, within the last week, that in the comic books, Wolverine is kind of short, like he's Tom Cruise yeah. size. And they actually tried to stick with the authenticity of the comic book character. I don't know if they still do this, but in the first movie, 
they had people stand on boxes to make him seem shorter than he was. Yeah. To try to be authentic to the comics. But I highly, uh, do I highly recommend this? No, I don't. I don't highly. I thought the film was really well done. I thought uh, Professor X is in it. Um, and uh, the story opens with Wolverine kind of being a caretake, caretaker for Professor X. It's set in the future. And Professor X is kind of losing his mind. And he's he's got to take all these drugs. And if he doesn't take these drugs, he has seizures. And when he has a seizure, it affects pretty much everybody that's near him. Um, so Wolverine's taking care of him and then this girl comes along and uh, he gets involved with her and it turns out like she's, uh, a Wolverine, um, (laughs) and she's as badass as him, but she has claws in her, in her feet as well. Uh, so the, it's, it's kind of slow paced and it's, uh, but the fight scenes, when the fight scenes do happen, um, they're as, as gory as all get out because it's rated R. Oh, nice. And Wolverine probably doesn't say one thing without saying fuck in the sentence. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck that's this, great. fuck that. And he's this grumpy old man. And he's like, why the fuck do we have to deal with this? <laughs> um, but so this it becomes this kind of a road trip with Professor X and this, this miniature Wolverine girl. Uh, and they... I don't want to uh, tell too much more about it, but uh, at the very end of the movie, um, there's this scene where she's holding Wolverine's hand, and they've had this very kind of contentious relationship the whole time, um, where they they Wolverine uh, Hugh Jackman is like, "Fuck this! Why are we even? I got other shit to do. I don't ha- I don't have time to deal with this." But he keeps getting drawn back into this girl's story. And at the very end, she's holding his his hand, and she starts crying, and she calls him daddy, and I fucking lost it. You started bawling, (laughs) and I'm there with my kids. Uh, (laughs) I didn't do the Alex Jones thing, (laughs) fortunately for me. But I, I, and I, eh, maybe a couple tears. So my struggle is, I don't want to do the you know the breathing thing where the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to be cool, and I'm I'm just losing you gotta it. Gotta be careful, man, when you hold it in. Sometimes I know. <laughs> so I'm there with my two kids. My eyes just fucking. They're ten times the size in the water, and I'm trying to hold it together. And uh, they want to get up to leave. Like the, like, the credits start rolling. I want to watch credits, and I know. That there's no vignette in the credits. Yeah. I know that. I've read that earlier in the day. But I, I turn away and I kind of smack my son and say, wait for the credits. Wait for the credits. we got to wait for the... So that I can compose myself. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go out in the beaming lights. Right. Red-eyed. <laughs> tears screwed. So we wait. Uh, I don't know. We wait like two, three minutes and I'm, I, I get it together and I'm like, okay. Oh, hey, and then I mentioned, oh, you know what? I read that there's no, we don't have to wait around. We can go. So we get up to leave, and we're leaving, and I think back on this scene, and I don't have that same reaction, but I, it starts creeping up on me again. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, but we managed to get out of the theater. I don't think the kids know. Uh, if Emma did show up tonight, we could have asked her. Uh, did you know that I was like weeping at the end of Wolverine? Logan. Um, but it, it's, it's, 
at the end of the movie, it's really kind of depressing yeah. and it's sad. It's good. It's well done. It's kind of slow. The fight scenes are fucking fantastic. They're as gory as all get out. There's quality kills. Um, this relationship between Wolverine and this girl uh, and, and Professor X, it's it's very cool. Um, but I can only give it three stars, John. Oh, why? It made me cry. Oh, I was yeah, kind of sad and depressed. Horrible. For a day. Have, have you seen, and I don't know if I talked about this movie, The Gambler with Marky Mark? I have, and I've seen it on Netflix, and I I think about watching it, and then I I pass it up. It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's okay. It's not the greatest, but I really dug it because the idea, this guy is like a well-off, he comes from a rich family and he's a literature professor and he kind of hits it off with a girl in his class, a student that happens to be really intelligent and she's like a writing prodigy. And this, his character is all like about depression. Like he views the world as all in or all out. And that's kind of how he gambles and he's been up like over two million dollars and this movie breaks in where he owes like 250 grand and then he owes another 50 grand to somebody else and then he's got to pay it all back or they're gonna kill him and so he goes to john goodman who's like this this uh loan shark that'll kill everybody including his family and um it's just cool. It just I, I liked it because he's like this depressed, tortured, whiny, bitchy, like, what the fuck? I don't care about anything. And then this girl kind of starts to kind of change his view on things. But there, the thing I liked most about it was there's this great scene with John Goodman where he gives him a bit of advice and I love this advice. I'm going to play it. I got the clip right here. I love this. I love this advice. It's called the position of fuck you. You get up two and a half million dollars. Any asshole in the world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25-year roof, an indestructible Jap economy shitbox. You put the rest into the system at three to five percent to pay your taxes, and that's your base. Get me? That's your fortress of fucking solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you. Somebody wants you to do something? Fuck you. Boss pisses you off. Fuck you. Own your house. Have a couple bucks in the bank. Don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody at any social level. Did your grandfather take risks? Yes. I guarantee he did it from a position of fuck you. A wise man's life is based around fuck you. The United States of America is based on fuck you. You're a king. You have an army. Greatest navy in the history of the world. Fuck you. Blow me. We'll fuck it up ourselves. Which we have done. Beautiful fuck you position lost forever. <laughs> He's talking about the U.S. right now. There you have it, <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, but yeah, um, 
I thought it was a really cool movie. I I liked it. It's slow. It's a little slow in some spots. I give it about a three, um, and I'd watch it again just to watch Marky Mark get beat up. <laughs> is it one beating or is it multiple? Yeah, beatings? he's always getting beat up. Somebody's punching him or slapping him around, and you know, there's no like chase scenes and guns and all that. He's just trying to work an angle on everything. Like he, you know, he works an angle and puts money on a star basketball player and, and shit like that. And his whole game, I think is, uh, not roulette. I think it's, um, uh, blackjack and he'll be up like 200 grand and then he'll fucking blow it all. And he doesn't care. Like he's just got this mentality that the world is, is, you know, you either have everything or you have nothing. And he, he's he got this addiction where he can't stop doing it. And he doesn't care. And then he meets this chick and, and this basketball player. And there, there's some great things that they have. They have talent and everything going for them. And he's like, you know, man, you should just do what you should do. Like, you should do your thing. And with the chick, he's like, you should write. You're so good at it, you know? And they have this great exchange in the classroom. And she's really into him. And uh, uh, the movie ends kind of on a final roulette spin, um, which is pretty cool. Speaking of marking Mark, John. Oh, how many Spiny Normans? I the Gambler? Three. Three? Speaking of Marky Mark, I just remembered I saw the Deepwater Horizon. Oh, I saw that too. I thought that was fucking that fantastic. Was great. There were so many good actors in that, and uh, great story. Well done. Well filmed. You I know, thought it was fantastic. Part part of why I love that movie so much is I spent uh, a week in uh, Denver at a environmental health safety meeting, and. Um, one of the topics, uh, this one guy was talking about psychology, and he was working with a psychologist and um, safety, and and the, there's a fast brain, a slow brain. I think I might have talked about this before on the show. The fast brain is the one that, like, when you're driving home from work, you just like know to turn here and turn there, and you never even think about it. Sometimes you get home and you're like, shit, I can't believe, how did I get home? Um, like you do every time we podcast. Um, but the slow, very nice. <laughs> the slow brain is when somebody interrupts that process, and then you have to think about, holy shit, I got to do this and that. And what they had said is what they had learned is that if you can slow brain people, like if they're gonna, if you can tag something that says when you train them that if these if the there's these four indicators and if two of them apply then you have to stop what you're doing and your do- job depend depends on it there's these four like hazards and if two of them any two of them apply you have to stop and get a supervisor to get them to advise on it or help you with it or um 
you know, hold the ladder for you, for example, or something like that. So, so it invokes the slow brain. You have to think. And for some reason, the deep water horizon came up and he said it was completely preventable. The reason why um, it wasn't prevented was because... Shortcuts. Well, shortcuts and people weren't allowed to speak up. They, they put fear in their their brains that if you uh if you speak up then you know you're probably going to lose your job or whatever or they're going to lose the contract and all that shit and one of the things that they measure on is like the recordable incidents and the recordable incident that they uh they just they were just getting an award um for the recordable incidents the 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 they had the least amount, and that was part of the trip was to give them an award on this uh, on this floating, and it's it's one of the only was one of the me, uh, the few floating um, oil rigs in the ocean, and um, recordable incident could be anything from dropping a hammer on your toe to a fatality, um, and they were winning this award and this speaker at this uh the seminar i was at was saying they need to change that mentality because any fatality or anything close to near death or whatever cannot just be a recordable incident it has to be a bigger uh piece of the puzzle because that's the last thing you ever want to happen because that can destroy not only families you die it can destroy companies. It can destroy. It can further people hiding shit because lawsuits and all that stuff. So you need to really bring it out on the open. And um, and Deepwater Horizon was completely preventable. And I like was listening to him tell this story. Very impassioned. He was really smart. Really, really sharp dude from like the East Coast. And uh, I. You know, I went over and talked to him afterwards, and you know, I said, "Great speech. I I wish you could come to like our company and talk." And he goes, "Well, I can do that." So I mentioned to our head EHS manager, "You you got to get this guy to come and talk at this, some of the plants because we had a fatality at our, at our company." And um, uh, when I saw the movie Deepwater Horizon. So he told this story, and it was very emotional for me to listen to it at this this forum. And then I saw the movie, and I I, ref, I was reflecting back on that that talk that this guy gave, and I was fucking choking up. Like at the end, you know, um, when they started showing the real guys and uh, that died and stuff like that, I was like, holy fuck. What a disaster that didn't need to happen. Right. It reminds me of the O-rings on the uh, Challenger. Was it the Challenger? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this was like, man, they... It's like sometime, you know, it was one guy, you know, uh, Kurt Russell, he has the gut feeling, right? And they know... The, the pre, there's a pressure test that they do 
and they know and they explain exactly how it works and everything. But you know, John Malkovich, he's just pushing the issue. Well, if it doesn't, you know, he's just guessing against the seasoned veteran who knows that something ain't right. Well, and it, it, it was one of the things they were supposed to do, and they didn't do they it. They didn't do it. Yeah. So then they did do it, and the readings were kind of funky because one tr- test they did, it didn't look good. The other test they did, oh, it's fine. So it's, And then this asshole convinces everybody that here's why, because it's fine. If this happens and that happens, that's not going to happen. How do you know? Have you ever tested so many fucking scenarios in the ocean that it possibly couldn't happen? No. And everybody else should have listened to the gut and they should have went with it and they didn't. And and what? who else was in that movie besides... Uh, Marky Mark, Kurt Russell, John Malkovich. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember anybody else. Yeah. But they were all good in it. Yeah. It was really good. It's good. It's good. Marky Mark was really good in that movie. I'll give it uh, 4.0. Yeah. yeah. How about that? <laughs> 4.0. Very good. 4.0, yeah. Spinies. Yeah. Action packed. All right, John, just a couple of things uh, before Phil gets here, if he does show up. Uh, I saw this story. Uh, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Whoa! Oh, God damn it. God, man. Due to your doorbell, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Here, let me turn a screw here. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, I wanted you to hear it. I didn't know if you could hear it. For the there. first time, Chicago gets no measurable snow. Chicago, no measurable snow in January or February. First time since they've been recording yeah. snowfall in Chicago. How about that? I dig that. I don't need no snow. Yeah, and Mar- snow. Marty had posted... Uh, Something on his Facebook feed about um, uh, he—he's a climate denier. Climate denier, really? Yeah, yeah. we got to get him back on. Yeah, he's a climate denier, and he—do uh, you think the Earth is flat? He might. You never know. Didn't we talk about it? How much water? Oh, he posted that George Carlin destroys every global warming talking point talking point in ninety seconds. A comedian? Yeah. Who's been dead for yeah. ten years? How long has George Carlin been dead? Well, Carlin doesn't he doesn't. What he does is he points out the fact that everybody is all concerned about the planet, but in reality, they don't give a shit about the planet. It's their own ass that they're worried about. Mm. So he, you know, he's he's really not making a point about uh, people wanting to, you know, to save the planet. They really don't care that the planet, the planet is fine. The planet will exist forever. Long it, after we're gone. Yeah. Well, it won't exist forever. It'll be a rock. It might not even have anything on it. It will just be a rock. It'll be you know, out there in space. Well, in 5 billion years, the sun will expand and engulf the earth. Yeah, and whatever. that'll be that. Whatever. But until that happens, it's more that everybody else is going to get, is going to go down. But 
he uh, posted it from, from, shared it from the D.C. Statesman. Uh, George Carlin disseminates, decimates global warming. Disassemble? Let me not tell the truth, John. And this was all probably because there was a discussion with his new band or something, uh, or his old band that he's been playing with. So somebody made a comment about the the measurable snow, and he's like, yeah, I can't wait to get my SUV out and just drive it around for no reason. I don't know what that means. Because it, uh, it burns a lot of gas and ah. causes CO2 emissions. Well, the head of the EPA just said CO2 emissions does not is yeah. not responsible for global warming. So Marty's got that evidence now as well. So yeah, we should uh we should definitely get him back on the show. All right, John, uh I learned about this group of people um this week. Uh they're the called the Hand Angels. Do you have you ever heard of the Hand Angels? You have. What do they do? They, they are a heroic you. volunteer group that provides hand jobs for the physically disabled. Oh, that's nice. That's right, John. Not all heroes wear capes and camouflage. Some heroes dress in casual everyday attire and travel around jerking off physically disabled horny guys wow. until they catch a well-deserved nut. <laughs> that's fantastic. I wonder if they're volunteer. Do they get paid? How does that work? I think you got to be disabled, though. No, 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 I'm talking about the people who jerk oh, off the disabled. Oh, I thought you were going to, like, oh, were you thinking of applying? Yes. <laughs> as a, yeah. As a jerker? Yeah. I want to put that on my resume <laughs> in the charitable. Hey, man, I want to be a hero, too. Yeah. I want to be a jerker. One science story, John, before we let Phil in. Um, did you hear this? Men who go to the gym have less active sex life, study finds. Did you hear that? This just came out. Men who strenuously work out have a lower libido than those who do not um, have, uh, or that have low-intensity exercise. Males reach a tipping point at which they are too tired to have sex or are just not interested anymore. The study's conclusions are so clear that fertility specialists should consider asking men how much they exercise, uh, how much exercise they do if their partners are trying to conceive. The results showed... Uh, they asked a thousand, over a thousand men to respond. Um, well, anything else interesting in the story? I think we caught the gist of it. And here this whole time, I thought I was just getting old, but no, it's because of, uh, intense <laughs> exercise, John. How See, about that? Yeah. So I will put this theory to the test and I will stop yeah. doing intense Exercise, I would go back to low intensity. Low intensity, yeah. Low intensity. See what happens. Um, all right, one more thing before we let go in. <laughs> this is your nightmare. <laughs> we got Pat. We got to have Pat. Uh, I can't remember if we played this or not. I don't think we did. I'm trying to find a date. What's the date? What's the subject? February 16th. When did we post? We posted uh, on the 17th. Oh, we might have played this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just... Let's just uh, John and Scott are a bunch of... Fag-enabling fools. 
Are you going to get it or what? <laughs> no, hold on. You got me turned on, man? Turn me on. Oh. You know, you read the Bible, and I don't uh, read the Bible. There was I a did. Point in I think there we did where, play this. Uh, God told Jeremiah, He said, "Tell them to take the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar," and they didn't want to do it. And you read the Psalms, the second Psalm, which says, "Yeah, you know, we did. We had a whole discussion about Psalms." Rage. And uh, imagine a vain thing, and they they revolt against the Lord and His anointed. I, I think somehow. There's a, the Lord's plan is being put in place yeah, for America. And these it. people are not only revolting against Trump, they're revolting against what... Yeah, so uh, the Lord's plan is Donald Trump, John. Yeah. The, the creator of the universe. That's his plan yeah, that's for us. that's great. He sent the dumbest motherfucker All right, so ever. either the Lord is unbelievably incompetent or he doesn't yeah. exist. Right. You decide. I'll let you decide, John. You, you de- <laughs> let me decide. Yeah. I'll, I'll pre- let you decide that. Appreciate that. All right, let me get the door. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Phil's getting ready. Yeah. This always take him longer. Yeah. I mean, he sits closer to the door. I don't know. The hell? <laughs> He's got a uh, very short stride. And John, when I'm ready, when you are, John. <laughs> like to get out of here. It's kind of late. About time. Now, with your award-winning TTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Thank you, John. Oh, the first three late. White House claims that Trump's allegations that Obama tapped his phones is evidence of wrongdoing, even if it turns out to be false. Let me repeat. The White House claims that Trump's allegations that Obama tapped his phone is evidence of wrongdoing, even if it turns out to be false. Next story, John. Top Trump advisor Roger Stone throws his Twitter tantrum, his own Twitter tantrum, calling J.K. Rowling a hypocrite, a feminist, an ignorant, stupid, ugly bitch. Then goes on to admit with working with WikiLeaks and the Russians. Then deletes all of the above tweets. Just another ordinary day and the grab him by the pussy White House job. Next door. <laughs> Representative Maxine Waters says, we know Trump's sex blackmail is absolutely true, which is kind of a coincidence because Max Waters was the name of one of Trump's Russian prostitutes. In related news, why has a Russian oligarch known as the Fertilizer King been following Trump around the country? Is it for the steady supply of cheap and plentiful bullshit? Or is it something more sinister? Next story, John. (laughs) EPA Chief Scott Pruitt says carbon dioxide is not a primary contributor to global warming. He bases that not on evidence but solely on the checks he gets from the fossil fuel industry, John. Upton Sinclair said this, It is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. Next story, John. Where's my E? Regarding the GOP plan to dismantle Obamacare, or the ACA for all you numbskulls, Paul Ryan today, just today, said... The fatal conceit of the Obamacare is that healthy people, healthy people, John, with insurance subsidize sick people 
health costs. I don't know about you, John, but isn't that how insurance works? Yes. Maybe I'm missing something, or maybe Paul Ryan is a gigantic, stupid <laughs> fucking asshole. The it's same related thing news. With car insurance. In a bold move that cements him as one of the greatest presidents ever, Trump said this to his conservative leaders If this health care plan fails, I'll blame the Democrats. That's right out of the classic book, Leadership for Second Graders. <laughs> Take all the credit for everything that goes well, even when you didn't do a goddamn thing, and blame everything that goes wrong on Obama, or the immigrants, or the liberals, or the Muslims, or his wife, anyone but himself. In related news, Trump blames Obama for 122 vicious Guantanamo prisoners returning to the battlefield, but only 113 of them were released. I'm sorry, but 113 of them were released by the W. So either Trump's <clears throat> no. So no, no, no. Five hundred thirty-two were released by the W. One hundred thirteen went back in the battlefield. Yes, the battle to the battlefield, John. I said that you missed right. that. Let me repeat. Oh, and related, you. Trump blames Obama for one hundred twenty-two vicious oh, Guantanamo prisoners <laughs> returning to the battlefield, John. Yeah, but one hundred thirteen of them were released under the W. So Trump's either horrible at math. Or he's still the same pathetic lying sack of shit he's always been. In related news, GOP Representative Chavez <laughs> says people can pay for health care by not buying iPhones. Let's see. Average cost of health insurance for one person for one year is $4,000. An iPhone is $700. So like Trump, either he's horrible at math or he's still the same pathetic lying sack of shit he's yeah. always been. In related news, John. <laughs> FEC filings show that GOP Representative Jason Chavez used over $700 of his campaign donors' money to shop at the Apple Store last year. And related to Sean, <laughs> GOP diligently works to reform health care by repealing the extremely problematic 10% sales tax on indoor tanning, John. Maybe if the giant Cheeto doesn't have yeah. to pay such high taxes on tanning beds, he will lay off the orange spray. But unfortunately, he'll still be a gigantic turd with gossamer hair. Next story time. A bill just filed at the Arkansas State House would allow public school teachers to teach creationism and intelligent design as theories alongside actual science. Surely, no one will notice this time because of all the batshit insanity that comes out of President's grandma by the pussy White House. Next story, John. Illegal border crossings decreased by 40% in February as Mexicans learn what it's like to share a border with a soon-to-be third-world hellhole. Next story, John. (laughs) Trump tries and fails to be presidential. This is not a repeat from every hour of every day for the last 48 days, John. Next story. White House today released a statement regarding the possibility of investigations into Trump. There are no investigations targeting the president, and if there were, we cannot comment on ongoing investigations anyway. So it's totally fine, dude. So there, nailed it. Next story. This is from the renowned surgeon, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Ben Carson, John. Ben Carson sure can't surgically remove his head out of his ass. <laughs> the list of stupid things this quack, quack says are too goddamn long. 
So you'll have to trust me on this one. Next story time. Next and last story time. Harvard grad and constitutional lawyer who clerked for the Supreme Court on Trump's wiretap tweets said this. Yeah, he pretty much stepped on his own dick big league and should be shit canned. Well, he said it a little bit more eloquently than that, but you get the idea. And that's the news. Oops. <laughs> that's right, John. I fill the Kraken with them. What total dark nonsense. You get up. I gotta do some real investigative journalism. Later. Later, dude. All right, he's in, he's out. You know, he used to give um, a more broad uh, news. Yeah. Uh, Now it's very focused. It's all politics. I'm going to have to talk to him about that. Because we want to hear shit stories. Yeah. He's fake news, man. Right on, John. fake news. Well, you know what that means. Yeah, what's that? Episode 3... What is it? 316? Yeah. Comes to a close. Comes to a close. It's over. It's in the can. It's done. Is it in the can, John? Fucking midnight again. Right on, John. I need sleep, man. I need sleep, too. It's going to take me a good... 40 minutes to fucking... Not me. No, I know. Bye. See ya. I'm going to fall asleep on the way home in the car. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, fat? Are you going to be a fat tomorrow, 1 o'clock? I'm going to try. It's going to try. Because I got a 2 o'clock. A 2 o'clock. All right, then. All right, that's all we got this week. Uh, I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Good night. You're listening to John and Scott on Total Talk Nonsense.